0: This is the Gore Club Podcast with Steve Vessel, Derek Sturgeon, and Death Metal Dave. I'm ready whenever. Oh shit. I was born ready. I was born. <laughs> <laughs> We're all, all going to take a drink, I guess. Okay.
1: I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Are we actually on right now? Is that what's happened? Is that what's going on? We are on. Oh, oh wait fuck, we are on. We weren't even like babbling though. We just came on and we were like ready for it today yes we're so prepared like a comedian would be <laughs> a stand-up
0: comedian hey guys, i'm never prepared we are never <laughs> welcome to the grow club podcast i'm uh, i'm steve vessel i'm derek
1: and we have a special guest with us today uh replacing death metal dave my name is ryan Riker. replacing ryan Riker, famous local comedian famous will we say famous uh, loosely. loosely 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 famous
2: semi can we Sema? Semi-famous? Yeah. Lucy sounds kind of bad. Semi. Kay. He's a he's a regular
1: at the Comedy Caravan, one of like what, fucking three comedy clubs that are left in Louisville? Mm, two, maybe. Two? One two? Of two? So two. he's like, he's, yeah. ha- Kaiju. Kaiju gets he's halfway going. there in Kaiju. I oh, think.
0: Three.
1: Yeah, Kaiju's of, awesome. See, I said three. I was right. The comedian wasn't. Yeah. Uh,
2: he has a show coming up. What, what's the date on that? September 10th, 11th, and 12th at the uh, Caravan Comedy Club with Johnny LaQuasto, is going to be your feature, or um, headliner. You've seen him on Snow, Snowpiercer, uh, 205 Live, NXT. And then your feature is the very talented Melissa Doran. Cool, man. Talented. Very, very like one of the top. Okay, I was going to com- it, dude. Like yeah, one, of, one of the top comedi- uh, comedians s- in Louisville. So I could say
0: I'm talented, and we know that's s- not
2: true. Yeah, we got the feature and the headliner. What the fuck are you doing? I'm just here to run the show. Oh, uh, you're there to run the, you're the, the MC. Just, I'm just, yes, I'm yeah. just here to run the show. MC Riker? MC Remix oh Riker, <laughs> Remix Riker. That means you get like
1: three sets, though, right? Yeah, technically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen
0: three. comedy shows.
1: Yeah, MCs get to like do their bit, walk away, and think about their failure, and they got to come back like twenty minutes later if the crowd hates them. Like, hi, hey,
0: I'm fucking back, <laughs> baby. Oh, sorry. Or if the person before like they hates them, then they're like they have to come in and like cover that shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've seen yeah. that. Like, somebody bomb yeah. you're like, what? sorry yeah. about that, everybody. Uh, it sucks. Though.
2: Going on with a uh, cold room. I mean, you always want them hot. Is it awkward right now with uh, COVID and everything?
0: Hey, How the fuck are you doing this?
2: It's honestly hit and miss. Like Thursday are kind of like the um, less crowded shows, but Friday and Saturday are like packed. Like I've seen like wall to wall as COVID um, comedy.
0: You're, you're COVID not com- making me think about going. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they,
2: uh, they do enforce.
0: <laughs> okay, that's what I meant. Like, you know, know, let's, let's talk masks, about safety You know, here. They do
2: enforce masks. They text or take take temperatures yeah. at the um window. You can wear your you, you have to wear your mask in the lobby Ooh. at the bar, but when you're at your table, free will. Me, I always wear my mask. Yeah, I've seen that. Like seen that. in the Not lobby you. or in the showroom. I mean, I'm always wearing my mask. Even so. when I'm even when I'm on stage, you know, I'll put it under my chin mm. and then Do the show? Is it awkward
1: to be on stage and you look out and it's a crowd full of like half faces and you can't tell if they're smiling or not? Do you look at their eyes to see if they're smiling? It's like
0: Cobra Commanders out there. Wrinkles, like (laughs) you you can see the, you
2: you can see the um, wrinkles. Squeenie
0: eyes.
2: Oh, shut you the know, fuck up. Yeah, I mean that. Uh, I, I have LASIK, so I can see laser vision, you know? Holy shit. You're not
1: focused on doing your comedy. You're focused on, like, their face fucking wrinkles.
2: Yeah. Well, I
0: mean, they're... <laughs> their face fucking wrinkles.
2: Their face yeah. fucking wrinkles. Uh, you know they're doing... I mean, you know you're doing well if you see them, you know... Wrinkle face. You know, okay? They're laughing. I'm doing good. Just wrinkle laughing. face. Wrinkle face. It's
1: well, well, that's right. all lovely, Ryan, but you're here for a horror podcast, so let's just say Damn. fuck all that, even though everybody should go to a show at the Comedy Caravan on what dates? What? September 10th, 11th, and 12th. Damn, September 11th, that's a good day for comedy, huh, buddy?
2: And oh it, my
0: god. It is? <laughs> for it horror is, comedy. It is. Right, it is.
1: You're yeah. doing September 11th comedy during a pandemic. You guys are fucking classy. Uh,
2: there there might be one joke <laughs> coming. Did you put that together? I was like, holy shit, dude. I did not. I was just lucky enough to have... The time. That's but, uh, a good.
1: It's a good weekend. that's a good spot, though. I mean, you got a big name on there. I do. I do. Snowpiercer too big names, from the yeah. movie
2: Snowpiercer, or the from shit? from the movie. Oh, that's awesome. movie.
1: That's yeah, the movie. yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's something that our audience yeah. is probably into. That yeah. was pretty popular for, I guess, cult. Oh, favorite so now. fucked up. Yeah. And it's, right. got, it's like Great TV movie. series and shit. It's the same now, guy so. did
0: uh the, the host, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Same guy. I love that film. And I love the host too. So,
0: good old Ed Harris. Mm-hmm yeah well manga, yeah. So it's star yeah. storm piercer is really awesome i really just know ed harris
1: from milk money
0: oh what creep great, show great motherfucker. movie just Milk money movie. creep show which actually just is boobies. on our list because strippers and derek i mean today's kind of, uh, uh thing is a uh, horror comedies
1: yeah so we got a comedian here so i decided you know we should probably do like horror comedies which i mean i guess technically we cover every fucking week we did a whole episode on full moon yeah we did Stuart gordon uh we talked about Rob oh, Zombie's film career. So, yeah, horror and comedy go. Goddamn, damn. The <laughs> uh, and then Tremors last week. Which yeah. Just,
0: was, it just seemed like a normal progression in uh, where we're headed. Where
1: we're headed. headed. Uh, yeah, but for our guests, like Ryan Riker here, I'd I like to ask a few questions. Uh, what was the first like horror movie you ever saw? You remember as a kid?
2: Three come to mind. Chucky, Dr. Giggles, and Troll 2. The fuck oh, that's awesome. See, Dr. Giggles. My dad, I, I, would, I would always watch him with my dad, and he would always scare the hell out of me because he would always do the hee 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 hee. It would just hee he. whatever you know, whatever he did, it would just scare the hell out of me. Dark man's up there too, you know. So. That,
1: that's good parenting right there. Doctor fucking giggles. Uh, Riker here, he, he was the only person to stay up with me when Joe Bob returned. Uh, So we had the return of Joe Bob Riggs, what, two years ago now? Mm -hmm. Fucking two and a half years ago? Forever? Because time doesn't matter anymore during this pandemic. Back when most people didn't
0: give a fuck who he was.
1: Didn't care about it. I did like that invite. Maybe like eight or nine people came over for a 24-hour marathon. He's the only one that survived the whole thing with me. And my AC went out during this. So we literally sat like like, 90 degrees in my living room watching all these movies. Drunk. We only slept during Daughters of Darkness. That... Uh,
2: was a messed up movie. <laughs> but like it that just, it just freaked pause. me out. Like
0: what? Oh, yeah. I like that movie actually.
1: It's it's far from like a horror comedy routine. But the reason why I wanted him on this episode because there was some like comedy oriented movies on that, which like Basket Case and Reanimator, things like that that oh, yeah. are a little like funnier that he seemed to like more Magic, so yeah. than some of the more serious like horror films. Uh, so we'll get to those eventually. Right now, we'll just
0: kind of start from the beginning of yeah, this horror man. comedy world. And it's
1: kind of mind-boggling that this shit started really in the 1930s, right? Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, actually, you found a, a one. Uh, Ryan actually did a little homework himself and uh, pulled one. Uh, it was the, uh, the Harold Lloyd. Yes. Yeah. It was uh, I'm yeah. about to
1: be replaced. I don't fucking do any homework. I just show That's up what's and start great.
0: talking yeah. Yeah, on and, my ass. and Dave cannot be here this week, so uh, we actually I don't have the tablet of doom.
2: 1920, Harold Lloyd shirt haunted spooks, but it did not do well at all. So like the first movie none that, of the movies we
0: liked did yeah. well. So
2: that's okay. So the first movie that did well was, you know, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Well I, yeah. I have to
0: digress on that.
2: Well that got Bride of Frankenstein. Bride of Frankenstein
0: was and it's kind of a great example of a lot of the horror comedies that I love where it's just not it's not straight in your face funny. Yeah. It's, uh, it's well, it's really really yeah it's it's dark really dark comedy yeah it's dark comedy dark comedy
1: and people never bring it up when they talk about horror comedies but it,
0: it really is yeah comedies. in retrospect um it's 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 definitely being more viewed that way by like just you know my my kind of uh horror nerds they're just like oh you have to go back and see that because it, it's so groundbreaking in so many ways um james well didn't even want to do a sequel at all and they pretty much made him because and you have to think at this time in 1935, we were dead in the middle of the, of the depression. Nobody was going to movie theaters. Nobody gave a fuck. Nobody,
1: so like so so 2020 or like, what, what, what <laughs> <up>?
0: exactly, exactly. <laughs> but they, they scrounging together a couple of pennies to go to the movie theaters was, was not on anybody's plate until Dracula came out. So horror saved Universal Studios, and it saved a lot of studios at the time. Uh, and, and that kind of fact kind of gets buried now, but uh, especially when they became not acceptable. I think most people
1: saw the Universal Monster movies when they were a kid and they never really rewatched them again. They just know they like the characters, which comes why you see, you know, like the vests you have, you'll see covered in like Universal Monster oh, yeah. and all the shirts yeah. and shit and tattoos. But I don't think a lot of people went back and watched these movies. Honestly, I think they forget this that service. bride was that because they never fucking went back
0: to watch it. Yeah. They
1: remember you remember the hair. You know, you remember what she looks like. Yeah. That, that's it. You know, that iconic... It's a, a couple of iconic Halloween scenes. mask.
0: It's, uh, yeah. They don't realize how, how important, especially Bride of Frankenstein, is it's one of the first horror sequels, and it was made by most of the same people who came back, and there's like a huge, like, gay subtext, which was not in your face at the time. Very much like, um, let's say, Fright Night or whatever, yeah. uh, which is also considered a horror comedy. Uh, you have... Um, Ernest Nessinger comes in and he pretty much breaks up the wedding party in, in the movie. And he's like, no, 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 you're not going to fuck your wife on a, on her wedding night. You're going to come with me and make a man. Come on. There's a whole like a subtext yeah. and it's fantastic. Uh, the music's amazing. I mean, we have so many movies to get to and yeah. at least try to mention, but we're going to try to dive into at least a few during each decade. But Friday Frankenstein, if you have not seen that movie, you really need to. It's really important. The, the soundtrack is great. The cinematography is amazing, and uh, Frank and, and Frank Frank Wells James Whale, who who directed the first one and this one and Invisible Man those are the movies that really helped uh, spawn horror in the U S especially and then the person who wrote it went on to like do like Gone with the Wind and things like that he wrote Dracula Gone with the, the Wind hilarious it's, it's fucking <laughs> you know it's, it's horrific but it, it's a piece. it just it's a shows piece. you the level oh, of where they were going to come or where they where they started. Yeah. And then you go right into like Abbott and Costello. Abbott and Costello is like, man, the whole series of films. I watched those consistently. Comics. And I, I
1: liked, I bought that universal box set, yeah. you know, a couple of years ago, back when I was in a different life. And I, you <laughs> know, and I, I would, I showed it to people thinking like, there's the, I feel like I love those movies because I saw them when I was a kid. I was like, there's no way this comedy holds up. Because to me, people are going to get mad, but I don't think Three Stooges and all that shit holds up. When I try to go back and watch those old episodes sometimes that I liked as a kid, I don't fucking laugh at all. Yeah. Abbott and Costello still fucking rolls. And anybody ever showed it? the Little Rascals
0: are my thing. Yeah.
1: And they, they still, it's aged really well, that style of comedy that they do. I don't know whose idea it was to blend that. Like, oh, we need Abbott and Costello, and you know what? All these fucking universal monsters need to be involved, though. Right. We need to take all these scary creatures and make this just fuck it. It's comedy now. It's all comedy.
2: And yeah. if you uh if you uh if you look it up they did a movie almost every year. Oh like, yeah. from like the forties almost to the sixties. Every I mean that that's they were impressive. Really I mean, yeah. they did uh Haunted House, you know
0: hold that ghost was one it's of the, the first mummies. horror I comedies mean, they and did and it's yeah.
2: it's crazy and it's not dirty humor it's actually like fun humor it's like yeah. just fun pg humor that kids will laugh at that anyone anyone will laugh at and i enjoyed watching cuz i did watch a few of them and it's just cute fun yeah. humor and yeah. i i and i hate saying cute but i mean cute Oh, in a in a good way not like cheap cute i mean it's actually very hilarious it's Yeah. A, just to see the um, banter between them, because they just riff off each other, and they work very, very well with each other. Yeah,
1: they do. Oh no, they were an awesome duo, and they—the
2: comedy isn't like
1: timely. It's not like, oh, that's a product of its time. It all holds up because the way they write the humor in that PG style way. Uh, I couldn't imagine yeah. trying to do that now, though. It's like Seth Rogen and James Franco meet Jason uh, Voorhees
0: right. or some shit like that. Like, would work on some level,
1: or Adam Sandler and friends, like oh yeah, yeah, you know, which is more like Adam Sandler
0: work. meet the Mummy. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah I, I definitely. All. I mean, but they tried that with fucking uh, the, the Mummy with uh, uh, Tom Cruise, but it wasn't supposed to be funny. But goddamn, it is. Yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's funny on
1: accident. I think Scooby Doo's got the market on that. Just let Scooby Doo do its thing Please. with all the crossovers yeah, let, and let shit. Let them have
0: it. And it, it helped Abbott and Costello because they were owned by Universal, so they could have all those monsters. Vincent yeah. Price did one of his first appearances as as a, as a horror icon as the Invisible Man in the end of uh, Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein. That's pretty. And that's really almost cool. a two-hour movie. Yeah,
1: that's it, a long fucking movie. I know. When I went back, because that's the first one I went to, and I got that Universal box set. Yeah. And I fucking fell asleep the first time, and I was laughing my ass off the first like forty-five minutes. Then I am like, "Oh, I'm dying on the inside." I thought turning this on at one a.m. We're done at two. Yeah, it's 15. a long one. It's a long fucking movie. There's a
0: lot of actors in that they brought yeah. out of the uh, out of out of their cast of characters, and they. It's one of the last times. Uh, I think it is the last time that Bela Lugosi ever played Dracula. I mean, he's played so, vampires since that part, well, but that was the last time.
1: Well, speaking of vampires, what the fuck is Fearless Vampire Killers?
0: Oh, we're gonna jump into the sixties. Explain
1: yourself, fucking yeah. Man. Let's go over right, the these va- decades.
0: If you want to talk about uh, how much so hot, I love baby. a movie, but I hate the filmmaker, that's Roman Polanski. Roman Planski made that movie. Yes. That's why I didn't see it. And that movie is it's <laughs> now fucking, making that up. It's fucking great. Uh it's one of Sharon Tate's. Uh, I think she did two or three more movies after that before she died or was killed. And uh it's 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 set in Transylvania. It has Freddie maine in it, who actually is in like the Howling Two. Um it's got uh the uh, God, what's his name? Uh Jack McCory. I God damn it. He's he's actually the the director of the in, in the Exorcist who gets thrown out the window.
1: Oh yeah.
0: And uh it, there's so many really that movie, it's shot still like in like three-strip t- uh, Technicolor. It's Roman Polanski at his height. He are they just, actually, He hadn't even made uh, Rosemary Baby* yet. Are they actually fearless vampire killers? Yes, it's Roman Polanski and Jack McGowan is his name. It just pops in my head. Roman yeah. Polanski acts in this. Yeah. Oh, that's. He acted in a lot of his films. Yeah. Yeah. He. Yeah, one of my favorite uh, Polanski films, which is not a horror comedy, is called *The Tenant*. Uh, but he sucks. I fucking hate that guy. Oh, he's
1: fucking awful. He's made Holy some great movies. be in prison. Shit.
0: Yeah. Um, no, he will I mean, never can, go to prison.
1: He's just gonna die.
0: Yeah, but like, well, if we can backtrack a bit, like Little Shop of Horrors, Ghost of Mister Chicken, we uh, the Fearless Vampire Killer, Ghost of Mister. There's Chicken. so many movies that we. There's <laughs> Everyone's like, grandma likes I'm, that movie. <laughs> Don' nuts, man. Don'
1: fucking nuts.
0: Well, it, it's it kind of goes back to we we've been saying that a lot is that uh, when you're a horror fan, you grasp on anything you can at the time when you when you have it. Yeah. So. In the 60s, there wasn't a whole lot of that kind of stuff going on. I mean, you either had, at that point, you had uh, something you couldn't see as a kid, or you yeah. had that.
1: Yeah, I mean, Ghost of Mr. Chicken, fuck it. That came on TV all the fucking time. My grandma was all about it.
2: <laughs> like, so this, she, this, that just, bitch
1: got circled. If she got the fucking newspaper and it was in a TV guide, she got that marker out. was like, fucking Ghost of Mr. Chicken time, we all 6 did PM that, man. on Tuesday. We
2: so. <laughs> I'm gonna get some heat for this, but Please. I do I do not like Little Shop of Little Shop of Horrors.
0: Now the original, I can understand it. It's very low budget. The, yep. the cast isn't fantastic, but Jack everyone remembers Jack Nicholson's part. Uh, the remake, if you say that about the remake, I might punch you out of the room. But hey, it's He coming. might be
1: thinking of the remake. <laughs> I think he is thinking <laughs> Wait of the remake. We're the '80s, no, yeah, no,
0: no, yeah. Well,
1: let's just fighting. Fuck it. Who
0: cares? Musicals?
2: I'm not really fan of. You're not
0: a fan of musicals, so you nah. and I can't hang out and. Ever, I mean, not not <laughs> real. It's just so. How the fuck, if, if so, if we
1: run go. into a gang of hooligans, how are we gonna win a fight if you don't like musicals?
0: You gotta know how to do West Side Story, these motherfuckers. Okay. And you don't want to, oh, I, Derek, do, why did you bring this guy? I do like West Side Story. <laughs> I, I do. my street,
1: Sharks
2: and the Jets. I do like we're West... going to get it tonight.
1: That's like the main musical. How can you not like musicals and then I mean, like West Side Story? <laughs> There's nothing more musical <laughs> than West Side Story,
2: yeah, there is. There's what? uh. What's that uh, woman? She's in a, in a field of uh, Sound of Music. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> sound of Music. <laughs> Sound of music.
0: He's talking about Mary Poppins versus the Nazis. No, no, Sound of music. Oh no, it's what that, that, yes, that movie yeah. is, yeah. It's Mary Poppins. That's where that's the same actress.
2: They should have called
1: it Woman in a Field. You should start naming movies. I like Woman
0: in, field, Woman versus in a Field
1: the Woman in a Field. Yeah, Woman in Field yeah. versus Blue Nazis. Trash. That's what goes into like the horror genre.
0: But we were talking about on the uh, whiteboard. I there must be 200 movies up there that we're going to try to at least mention and then talk about ones that we really really love. Like yeah. I've got Dr. Fobbs up there. We can really get into Young Frankenstein. Young
1: Frankenstein was my ship
2: for
0: it's, a long it's period so of time. fucking great. That still holds up really well, to It's a musical part in there. Is that a problem? Is it okay?
2: I mean, I like, I like Frankenstein. Do you like Mel Brooks? No, no, no. I like, I like. Uh, I do like um, Frankenstein. Oh, you okay,
1: like Mel man. Brooks? You got beef with Mel Brooks? Because no, we're going to come back yeah,
2: to him. I'm done with
1: Mel. <laughs> I'm a, done I'm a, down a, with Mel. He's always around. He, he won't go away. No, Young Frankenstein was a fun one. That's probably another one that was on TV just a lot when I was a kid. AMC like would play the fuck out of that. Yeah.
0: More so than probably actual Frankenstein he cared so much about the universal movies. It's funny. We're still talking. We're like, we like five seconds away from talking about Abbott and Costello. He, he got yeah. the guy who created all the original electronic shit from Frankenstein. And he got his stuff out of a frigging storage facility. And it's in that movie. That's awesome. That's fucking yeah. nuts. I think his name is Eric Strickbaden.:
1: I always like, you have the hard facts, <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> the,
1: but then you're like, what I like about your shit sometimes, not to go through this fucking board that people can't see, but then you'll have like attack of the killer mattress. Maters, Maters, yeah, Mater. I thought they said Attack of the Killer Maters. what the fuck is Attack of the Killer Maters? But
0: it's got two, so it's like. Do, is it, do you
1: mean tomatoes?
0: Yeah, just and You're Just it trying my, to be fucking in funny. In 1978, Attack of the Killer Maters.
1: <laughs> I hate this so much. Uh, I, I know what Attack fucking of the movie. Killer. I like the cartoon. Do you remember the cartoon series?
0: Barely. Barely. I remember the sequel more than anything. That's weird. I guess because that came on late night television more than the original.
1: That was more of like a, you know, we talk about Monster Vision a lot, but that franchise was USA up all night all the way. It's so fucking fun. It's fun. It fit with their whole like, you know, their teenage bullshit, you know, it was fun and over the top and fucking stupid. Oh, it's s- funny. I didn't
0: have. I don't have it on there. But the the sequel to Did the deleted is that what that fucking blank spot is? Yeah, well, I raced a bunch. Of, man, I, I overwhelm either myself. I know or everybody you, get, to this you go table. you get so
1: deep into this shit, man. You I'm start, sorry. And I'm like, dude, there's too many movies. We I got know. an hour and a half. We've got an hour and a
0: half, maybe, to get the fuck out of here. But right. I got to mention that uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes was always shown at least when I was a kid with uh, Son of Blob, and it, that was directed by like Larry Hagman, who was in like the TV show called Dallas, or whatever. But that was pretty much a horror comedy as well.
1: Just write off Dallas as Dallas whatever, like he didn't do shit, Dallas but whatever.
0: Dallas he fucking did <laughs> oh, Dallas with American treasure, Patrick
1: fucking Duffy. Yeah. Well, well man, I mean, we're still in the
0: 70s. We're getting there. We got a yeah. few more decades to go before we're out of this fucking episode. One thing about yeah.
2: Attack of the Killer. Tomatoes. Uh, tomatoes. <laughs> is uh, when I was uh, younger, I would go to Red Giraffe and like that's the that's video um, store. the um, cover art that you all mentioned, I think two or two episodes ago. Like, I remember Every episode. I remember <laughs> we so, can't help it. I remember so much of these movies just by the cover art. Yeah. You know, oh, that's a big shocker. Thing. Never seen Shocker, but I remember, you know, Yellow or Orange, Jumpsuit, jump Stumpsuit, and Electric it's just Chair. And electric yeah. chair. <laughs> so, like so many movies I remember just by the cover art. Even yeah. cardboard cutouts that
0: they would have the like, of displays. The ship, yeah, man. You yeah. Know, like, it just so much because that's i've got got the witch trap one over here on the on the wall the old little video story a counter standee did you ever watch attack of the killer tomatoes i have not
1: so you don't understand that that covers bullshit you haven't been let down yet.
2: How <laughs> no, no, exaggerate. exaggerated that fucking cover is! So I should not watch
0: it. No, you totally should. Oh, you should, but lower your expectations. Okay. You just look every movie so you ever like, see for the rest. Set, your life, set the movie right
1: art next to your TV while you're watching the movie. Oh, it's a bummer. Just, yeah, like, yeah.
0: Compare, there's no there's no budget for this film. Yeah, and, there's no budget. I, it's
1: fun though. That damn, it's fun. That's what you did in like the 80s and 70s. You just made really cool cover art for movies that cost no money it's brilliant it's a lot better what we do now we just take a picture of the star floating and put like a fucking dark yeah. background and some fucking shitty text uh yeah man then you got see when we jump into the 80s let's go to when i'm alive let's go to the 80s
0: uh when we get up we're just gonna jump over love at first bite i'm gonna kick you. i
1: don't know what the fuck love at first bite is, is it's a song
0: it, it's a great film but we can skip it does over sound like i'm gonna do an entire episode 80s. on that movie it's one of the first films like they were like it's like a it's a horror comedy but it's it's oh god, what's it called? Sounds uh, like a Cinderella album. Yeah, it's the satire version of of that. You know, they started like Johnny Frankenstein, like, it's a like parody? obviously about yeah. what is it? Like a parody? Uh, yeah, thank you. You're oh, welcome. I get I stump myself sometimes. Okay. There, carry on. It's
2: okay.
0: That's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, take, take in an old classic horror ca- character and just put him in contemporary America and be like, this is going to be funny, and it is.
1: Any recognizable actors, actresses in that?
0: George Hamilton is Dracula, who's always had like the perpetual fucking George tan. Hamilton is? Yeah. He, yeah. he yeah. actually made the movie happen. But he was he was, Damn he it, was gotta always. Watch it now. Besides, what do you give a fuck about his ridiculous career in movies and things? He always had a tan. So watching him be the pale faced Dracula walk around in New York City is I can, hilarious.
1: I can appreciate that. Yeah, now I want to see it. It's probably not anywhere either. You're going to fucking go home and look on, it's Netflix. on YouTube right now. Oh, well, that makes sense. YouTube is like the best. Like, it's like the cesspool of just like all the garbage. Nobody wanted to see yeah. or wanted on DVD. YouTube and Tubi. But on YouTube or, yeah. or Tubi. Tubi's like Tubi
0: like every two episodes. Yeah, Tubi should sponsor us. But you want to get to the 80s and I've got a lot of 80s
1: Well, I like there. that the, the 80s kick off with the two werewolf movies. The Howling Howling. Howling and, oh, fuck it. Who cares? Fuck and American you. Werewolf in London. American <laughs> Werewolf in London is the better movie
0: okay you know what we're gonna get into this here we go oh baby the thing, the <laughs> thing about the howling and the thing about the american Werewolf for london is they both came out the same year and they were both pretty much made by the same special effects company that rick yep. baker got stolen by it's it's a story that most horror nerds know john landis had the idea to, of this kind of thing years before and him and rick baker had the we supposed to team up and do it rick baker got hired by Dante. they were going to start making it they actually did start designing the werewolves and all that stuff George uh, uh, John Landis has got window. is like whoa, whoa 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 what about mine so he takes him leaves his crew which is now headed by Rob Oteen, to finish the Howlin the Howlin's made for a million dollars American World for London is made by 10 and you compare those two movies together the Howlin's a better movie that's hmm. just my opinion go oh, ahead. we're bringing money you can go ahead. because it fucking matters if I make a finances? movie for a thousand dollars you make it for 10 and yours is still is good mine's better
2: like $10 yeah, or like com- 10000 Fuck you
0: guys, man. Okay. <laughs> like,
2: That's just my opinion. So my opinion
0: is, without The Howling. If you make without it for the less it still just it holds up as well, that makes it better to me.
1: If I get rid of The Howling, like the, then the, the Howling 3 doesn't exist. Ah. So therefore, American Werewolf in London's a better
0: movie. And see, Derek because, knows how much I love The Howling, so he's, he's enjoying this right now. Because all
1: American Werewolf in London created <laughs> was American Werewolf in Paris. Uh, yeah. It's, it's bad, but its biggest
0: fall is Bush. It's a funny movie. It's a Bush I'm album. About, it is a, it's a horror comedy. I do like American Werewolf in Paris. I know you do, I, you I, like I like the condom I love it. chewing I love it so much. That's fucking great. That's comedy gold right there. I is hate, that like it's bubblegum?
1: I hate that band so much. Oh, Bush? Uh,
0: yeah. I, they're a good band. They play mouth like eight thousand times in that movie. We're gonna get the CD stuck in his car. Just because and, uh, you, you be had one bad on night, in mouth like you.
2: Went,
1: I, I what, what's Come on, I know. Once I so when I had when I had American Wear in Paris on DVD, DVD, I got drunk and I fell asleep on my fucking couch. And you ever had that moment where like we were fucking hammered and a TV remote just seems like impossible to get? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where my remotes at, but the DVD like end scene kept playing oh and no it, and it was looping bush's <laughs> mouth and i just kept getting woken up by like your mouth mouth like that fucking awful lyric
0: yeah and it was I, before they just started like go back into the yeah music. they would just keep playing the fucking A- screen ever
1: since then i've hated that movie and i've hated bush but not as much as i hate the howling three and that's Mar- why Bills, american Worth in london wins
0: yeah i love the howling Two. i don't care about it anybody says fuck you if you don't like it
1: those no, people are saying things right now about it.
0: I hope so. Pe- Sybil Danning eat. and Christopher Lee can take a shit and not eat it, so it's cool.
1: Aren't they both dead? No, huh.
0: I, d- I just met Sybil Danning like last year. She's amazing. Oh,
1: shit. yeah, she's not dead. No, there's a of picture
0: of her right behind your head, actually, from the Howling 2. Right there. I'm not turning that. I, I got going <laughs> It actually looked, but it is actually I behind his in. head. I'm not <laughs> <neck cramp. laughs> Uh, I mean, if you want to kind of rush through these, we can. I well, don't want some of to. these some know, of these I are mean, fucking gold. I mean, we can't have a day. Super important. A lot
1: of these and uh, listeners, like I know we're annoying as fuck sometimes because we just bounce around. Some of these movies will be on other episodes. Like we can have this That's whole werewolf point. battle on a werewolf fucking episode. Uh, there's a lot of these like comedies and stuff that we've talked about in the past. As I said, so we did Full Moon. We did, like, reanimator, which we'll talk about on this one, but we did Stuart Gordon's fucking
0: career and Tremors and all that. We're planning to do a Peter Jackson episode. We're going to do a Sam Raimi episode.
1: So if there's anything we ever gloss over, I promise you, you can either find it, a full breakdown on a previous episode of Us Bitching, or a future episode. Or, is gonna happen. or eventually YouTube videos, because I don't know how to shut the fuck up anyway. So I need more <laughs> content. Uh yeah, but after that, yes, yeah, Saturday the 14th, which has become a cult favorite. I've realized people that are in their late 30s slash forties really love this movie. I never paid any attention to it. I think I saw it once as like a teen. Yeah. But since like Facebook and social networking, I constantly see my friends that are a little bit older than me post about that fucking movie.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know why. It's just a weird, like very specific, like age range. I see. Love this fucking movie. I'm like, did this come on like every weekend at one point? Or
0: it's funny that you mentioned that because I have just recently put put up on our YouTube channel. There is a entire playlist. It's called Awesome Eighties Movies, and it is on there. So Saturday the Fourteenth is on that on that playlist. If you want to go through our uh, YouTube channel, Bam. oh, well, we have um, a playlist. Yeah, it's on our YouTube channel. No, that's oh, definitely. I need to. Uh, you need to check it out. out. Yeah, that's one. Ryan thing had, Riker, that thank me. you, sir.
2: I've seen it on um, Amazon Prime, but I'll definitely. Uh, Check it
1: out. Yeah. I think on Prime. Yeah. it's on Prime. Yeah, it pops up all the time. You know, especially like when you're if you watch Friday the Thirteenth, this suggests that one's like right after that. Me, hey, you want to watch Saturday the
0: Fourteenth, which you, Student Bodies, Oh creep Student show. Bodies, We got to talk about Creepshow. Well, show. Creep show, I know we're gonna do a George Romero episode.
1: We'll do Romero, and we'll probably end up doing Creep Show's like my favorite. <laughs> How Romero. important
0: that fucking movie uh, is to the '80s and this film,
1: and it's fucking brilliant. And it's a left turn for George Romero. Everything about that movie is fucking great. Right. It's from like Stephen King's fucking character, which is fucking brilliant, <laughs> Jordy Veril. Uh to Leslie Nielsen, uh, playing a badass, playing a fucking badass,
0: Ed uh, Harris doing his disco dance,
1: Milk Money, don't let
0: go, come on, man,
1: hey, that dance, those <laughs> dance moves,
2: Snowpiercer,
0: <laughs> Ed Harris, turn that down, sorry guys, and, and then, is a
2: uh, is is Creepshow the first. Like movie that had like short movies come Anthology? Back in no, not, not yeah, at all. But it's... it was
0: the first one in the 80s that most people are going to remember because one, the director, the writer, and some of the actors are fantastic. Um, and the colors they use, they made it sure that it was, they they wanted the uh, the audience to know like this is based on a 50s comic. So all the colors are really heightened, kind of like this fucking studio is it's like greens and reds and purples. It looks like a, Bas- a Basil Gogos painting. If you know who that is, he does the covers of all these old famous monsters of film and you know he does misfits mm. albums, whatever. But his co- his covers are pretty much painted on the walls of that film. Um, and Tom and Tom Sibony's special effects are amazing, and he's trying to branch out from just doing slasher films. And he's like, here's an opportunity to do monsters. Yeah, yeah and fucking awesome.
1: And I'm a big fan of like anthology films. And but Joe I, Hill is a little kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young Joe Hill in it. Yeah uh credited as what was his name joseph king or some shit like in the credits <laughs> it's something weird they yeah. actually call him by his like actual full name and yeah it. uh but they, i'm a big fan of these anthology films but honestly most of them aren't good no uh, creep show is one of the few that actually every story is great and i remember like from the fucking cake to the monster and even the, crate, the sequel to like fucking roaches you know, <laughs> all that shit. You know, you remember all of that. Kill the fucking you know,
0: racist asshole at the fucking penthouse. It's and
1: great. and yeah. the sequel is super fucking underrated. You know, people like the shit on it because it's fun to shit on sequels. And it's starting to finally get its like following oh, it's, now, it's, man. It's a, it's a good fucking a sequel. It's great sequel. Yeah. Um, it's not as good that. as the first, but it's still for a yeah, sequel. It's fucking great.
0: And I know we're probably going to jump over it, but I've got to talk about National Lampoon's Class Reunion. Yeah. I don't, if, you ever, if either one of you have seen this nope, film. Nope, okay. I have not. I picked this movie up on a VHS. It's on that wall in like a fucking dollar store. I'd never heard of it because it's just one of those movies you just nobody's ever heard of. It seemed like uh, it's got Garrett Graham from, you know, he plays Bud the Chud. And we can't go without talking about Bud the fucking Chud. Bud the, Chud. Bud the Chud. He's in Terror Vision. He's in all these things. But uh, it's basically one of the first uh, spoof on the slasher genre. And it came right in like 1982. And uh, it's the same story of every slasher film, but it, the whole thing is set up so well. It's National Lampoon's, I think their second movie, second or third movie. They did like Animal House and something else maybe. Um, it's a it Bond so horribly bad, they pretty much buried it. And then they put it on some sh- uh, shitty, really bad recorded VHS that I have. And even for an old VHS, it looks bad. Uh, I think they're going to, somebody had discovered it and they're going to put it out on either Vinica Syndrome or somebody hopefully, I think I've seen that they're going to put it out. Maybe it's Snaps. I can't remember. But that film, if you have not seen it, you can seek it out. Please do. Uh, it's one of those unsung slasher uh, comedies that nobody talks about. We talk about student bodies. We talk about yeah, you know, all I mean, these other ones. Cla- uh, National Lampoon's Class Reunion. Check it out, goddammit.
1: Anyway, uh, Slumber Party Massacre. <laughs> I just, no, I'm sorry. I didn't want to completely no sell what you just said, but no, then you didn't good. turn your phone volume down. Uh, No, I'll check that out, man. That's one I haven't heard of. And I also want to watch that Love at First Bite with fucking George Hamilton. What the fuck? (laughs) Uh, It is kind of funny. This jumps right into Slumber Party Massacre, which we spent a lot of time talking about fucking part two last week, which is all about the, the electric guitar love, which is my favorite thing in the whole world, is the driller killer. But yeah. then, like the first one, he's not so cool.
0: Yeah, no, and I know. I actually did that costume as a Halloween costume last year. You went as, and nobody got it
1: because it's a shitty costume. Oh,
0: it's so it's so easy. But the drill is the most important thing. I got that down, Pat. But you're,
1: you're such like a horror nerd, and you landed on the fucking <laughs> bus basic
0: yeah, I look like some rock and roll dude with short, with no hair, pretty much, and he, some blood on him, in a power drill so from 1975.
2: Like, exactly like Andrew Andrew uh, Shh, Clay. I'm gonna was kick that, your ass. Well, oh, that's part that.
1: two.
0: That's <laughs> yeah, that's part two. But that, goddamn that's tougher because yeah. that, that those leathers cost money, and I didn't have that.
1: <laughs> you should have it. Well, and you would build that fucking guitar. Well, you don't well, have the special effects. Summer Party that.
0: Massacre is a great uh, a, a example of. Uh, it's not like in your face funny. No, but, but the way it's hilarious. The road, it, yeah, it is. It's I, a funny movie, man. The music and the yeah. way everything's set up and, and the way people uh, react to things. This is one of those horror comedies. It's not like, whoa, <laughs> that's great. It's, it's really subtle comedy. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that kind of shit.
1: No, I like stuff like that, too, because a lot of stuff from the 80s, which none of it is really on this board. But there's a lot of it that's just like unintentionally funny because it's like that we all get obsessed with this hill so bad it's good type of thing oh yeah whereas with slumber party massacre the comedy is pretty much intentional at least i feel like it is unless they got me you know even with part two like I said, that fucking over-the-top dude with the guitar blatantly ripping off Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, I think the cop's name is Craven. Wasn't that? One? Kruger, Kruger, Kruger. Kruger. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then someone else, though, had a reference to Craven. And then I can't remember. what. It Maybe it's the street that they live on well, or they, something well, like that. It could. You
0: know, it also, uh, for some reason, I can't remember. But it also is the 80s, though. Yeah. At that point in time, like Fred Decker, all those guys were yeah. sticking Wes Craven's name and David Cronenberg. And, you know. Oh,
1: just like little winks and nods oh, here absolutely. and there. Absolutely. Then you have Ghost. Is that Ghostbuster?
0: Ghostbusters, because I write fest.
1: Oh, okay. I was like, it was. I was, like, was going to start uh, talking about Ghostbusters. Yeah, I'm like, i like, had to slap it up going, there. Actually. It's
0: obvious. It's 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 an obvious uh, horror. Do you comedy. call it like a horror movie though? Really? Originally, it was supposed to be a horror film, and it's more fun. It's yeah. More, and then you get that cast. I mean, John John Belushi was actually supposed to do uh, the Bill Murray character, I believe. And then, uh, of course, you know. Yeah. I just have drugs. a hard
1: time putting that one in even Gremlins in, in the genre. I feel like they're more of comedies, fa- almost family comedies. Well, absolutely. That happen to have hard type things like ghosts and monsters and shit. But
0: I think it goes along with what you're talking about with you come out of the 70s and it's really hardcore grind. And then the 80s, yeah. everything's more whimsical. Everyone's like tongue in cheek. Everything's
1: fun. It's in a lot, the lot 80s. more fun. Yeah. I mean, you there's get away with more. There's because still the some system. brutal shit. Yeah, last we'll the Friday the Thirteenth franchise right. about that. But if you add, add some jokes,
0: the shit. you yeah. can get away with it. Make yeah, your, make your blood. You know, was it Tang? <laughs> with the fucking McDonald's. Oh, the, 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 oran- the orange high
1: C trimmer blood. You yeah. know,
2: high C. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, That's what it had to be. If you if you change the color of blood, it changes everything, which makes no sense to me.
2: Ghostbusters two, I think, is better than Ghostbusters one.
1: That's so crazy that I invited him here. Yeah, and, and, I no, think
2: we're gonna just strangle you. Don't you? Do
1: you want people to come to your comedy show? <laughs>
2: I think it's the it's the slime, it's the Statue of Liberty, they're moving it with the uh, old Nintendo joystick. I mean, like to me, that made it to be kind of cool.
0: Well, and it's directed way more towards children. That's a great example of a, of a sequel yeah. in the '80s where they definitely the sequel are like, you know what, we're gonna make it funnier. We're gonna make Gremlins too funnier, uh, which it works for those two movies. But I was not happy. I was disappointed. It's, it's very much like Army of Darkness. We haven't even gotten to the '90s yet. Well, I was so disappointed by Army of Darkness.
1: We both have completely different feelings about that, but that's going to go with the age range. Right. And kind of what you're hitting at here is for me, when I first saw Ghostbusters 2, I liked it. And then when I went back, you know, 13, 14 years ago and buying them on DVD... I was like, "Why the fuck did I like this movie?" Yeah, if it wasn't for the but, cast, I wouldn't give a fuck. But I can I could understand like as a kid and a young teen why I would like Ghostbusters two more than the first one. There's a exactly. solid chance of that because it's more fun too, and like more oh, musical yeah. and more definitely more kid oriented. And as an adult, the nostalgia alone can you know it can still stay above part one because of just the uh, <laughs> same reason why, as we said earlier, I like fucking Bud the Chud and yeah. shit like that.
0: And they're directing. They they had a a, a cartoon getting ready to come out, so they had to make. To drop the age range of somebody yeah. who's going to go out and watch that movie. They had to yeah. sell toys. They had to make sure that you were going to come see it. So yeah. it worked out for the studio. That happens to a make lot. It fun.
1: That happens a lot in the 80s. I mean, Freddy Krueger, which, you know, we don't have Nightmare on Elm Street on this list, but really, after part three, it's a horror comedy.
0: Oh, it's straight up. It's just like Child's
1: Play. Yeah. I mean, the second one is as dark as it can possibly fucking be. And then Dream Warriors happens and they realize they're line. like, holy shit, this is the most popular one that we've ever done. He's going to get funnier and he's going to be, he's going to have a TV series. We're going yeah. to do dolls for kids. I mean, people weren't collecting adults like us weren't collecting action figures back then. Really not like that. Not like horror movies yeah. and stuff. It was like, yeah, you know, you're star Wars dorks. That's pretty much it. All of a sudden, like there's Freddy dolls for kids. It was a big Full fucking Freddy There's actually sitting
0: it. one right behind uh, Ryan's face. Yeah.
1: And all, all this stuff for kids. There's a build of Freddy. You know, oh, which, I
0: remember that. Which yeah. is a really
1: weird thing, because it's like, especially given like some of the context of what he did when he was alive. It's almost like you have a little pedophile doll for your kid, which it's, is really strange. They just
0: kept downplaying all that, though.
1: Yeah, they started ignoring it all. But if mean, they now, could have; they would
0: have made him a fucking Big Mac character. Yeah. Oh God, hamburger and Hamburg learned Freddy. It's all so, in a heartbeat. I I actually slept with a Freddy doll.
2: I loved you. Freddy. Can't have mine. I love Freddy so much that I it's slept sticky. with.
0: Yeah, doll. you made it sticky, didn't you?
1: But that really. <laughs> That really shows you how they started going towards comedy to have that mass audience, because Freddie like went from being like this dark, burnt up fucking psychopath to just like, "Hi kids, I'm gonna kill you now. Welcome to prime time, bitch." And yeah. always, every kill has yeah. to be a one liner. Uh, it gets worse later in the series. I like Dream Warriors and Dream Master, but even going to Dream Master is like that. Fucking karate scene.
0: The karate scene. The beach scene. Invisible,
1: the beach scene. And then we get to part five and part five tries to be dark again, yeah. but he throws in so much fucking comedy. Like yeah. all the scenery's dark as fuck, probably darker than any other nightmare, but it's probably the worst nightmare too. Cause there's only like a few kills and he's still like being like really fucking goofy like that whole fucking they night. They have to lighten up the mood. Yeah. And then uh... Freddie's dead.
0: Freddie's dead. <laughs> we're actually going to do a retrospective on this entire series. Yeah, yeah, uh, we'll talk about.
1: Yeah, and my main thing with the Nightmare is just it's the best uh, example of a series going from like, yeah. hey, we are fucking straight heart and we're terrifying to like, oh, this is a comedy and kids are going to have Freddy Krueger dolls in their bed.
0: Yeah, next yeah. to Batman on the on the shelf at right. Walmart. Yeah, or Target or whatever the fuck. He's
1: just not scary anymore. I'm listening like I'm six years old listening to Dawkin and shit, you yeah. know, because of it and watching like. Freddy's, i went to the movies to see freddie's dead that's how oh, yeah, crazy you had it was to. it's the 3d like, glasses right i think i was maybe seven when that came out it was a big fucking day and i went with my step grandma and my mom to see freddie's dead there's no other movie my mom would have fucking took me to like that at that time but he was so goofy and shit at that point yeah and even the trade watch the trailer for that movie it doesn't look like a horror movie at all they show like the fucking like the Wizard of Oz shit and all that happening in the trailer. Oh, yeah, him
0: flying to the... Oh, my gosh.
1: And it totally was... I was laughing. I'm a kid. I'm not scared at all watching this fucking movie. Uh, They did their job well. They did their job. Yeah, that's fair. But that's my only, like, really gripe about this horror comedy genre is that things that should be serious and franchises I really like sometimes buy way too far into it because
0: they realize that's what the masses want.
1: And then it starts to get, like, I don't... Keep them fucking separate Sometimes, if that
0: genre hadn't started out that way, it wouldn't have been a big deal. If they, if yeah. let's say Freddy's Dead was a brand new movie, it'd be different. You might, yeah. even, you may even look at it different. You might even be one of your favorite Maybe. films. But since you remember our Ar- Our Ar- 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 Elm Street, and then now it's Freddy's Dead. It's not even Nightmare Elm Street anymore. Yeah. It's it's like Jason X. It's like uh, yeah. And you can't take like a I, I like full know. moon movies. I would probably like fucking Freddy's Dead more if it was That's just freddy's possible dead. yeah
1: and they're not you know without adding all that mythology to it like no. you know that was his like daughter or whatever and that nope. went somehow and all that bullshit but let's just get the fuck off the nightmare franchise because we will do
0: like a holy whole shit respect to yeah. this freddy's day is avenger. my uh, favorite by the way toxic avenger another franchise that went way crazy and yeah. the first one was crazy enough but it's extremely violent
1: yeah, I mean, everything with trauma, and I think you, you haven't seen Toxic Avenger, right? You Ryan. probably just know what he looks
2: like. I know the um, cover art. You know you exactly the, what it the looks green like. green and the, he's holding the... Yeah.
0: Yeah. I got the little toys up on the shelf. Yeah, already. I mean, there's the original Toxie, one. which Toxic, just saw, and
2: like,
1: you know, which was another uh, going back to things turning into like a kid's thing. Toxic Avenger was never
0: made for kids. That first one, hell no.
1: How the fuck did Lloyd Kaufman hustle this into a cartoon deal? And he's his first introduction to Lloyd Kaufman, I think, was Joe Bob, right? When we watched... So they did, uh, what did they show? War. They showed Trauma's War, which is also-
0: (laughs) Yeah, and that's one of his biggest bombs. And it's really wild how they showed that on Joe Bob, yeah. Over-the-top
1: comedies, which is like super offensive and over-the-top, but it has its place in film history due to how it bombed and how Lloyd Kaufman can just hustle. Mm -hmm. Um, But going based off that, how the fuck did he get that cartoon made?
0: Even he talks about that. He doesn't know.
1: How would anybody see the to Toxic be- Avenger and go, you know who we're going to market this to and we're going to make action figures of?
0: Yep. Comic like, books. I have Toxie. all the comics. The original There's ones. coloring yeah. books. I don't have those, but yeah.
1: I have one still. I bought it at a fucking thrift store actually like two months ago.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. <So laughs> I
1: have my toxic. I'm never going to color it, but it's insane to me that some kids were at like Walmart and that little color. Remember when they said that coloring book section right next to yeah. magazines? I don't know if they still
0: do or not. But you'd have like My Little Pony and then fucking Toxic Avengers right there. Yeah. Oh, they marketed it well because it's an extremely violent superhero movie that's not really based on a comic book. So what they did is they did the... It's like the opposite. They yeah. made it a comic book character. God,
1: oh, man. that That's... A, I mean, I love those movies. I love every single one of those pieces of shit.
0: Oh, and the other ones are bad. Talking they're about a really franchise just great. really goes bad. Hey, they got... Lim- I love them.
1: They got Lemmy involved. Hell yeah. Once you get Lemmy? I'm sold. Uh, yeah, that that's a fun franchise. And then like...
0: Mm, once bitten. But that's a great... It's a great. Uh, the difference is like talks Avenger* is extremely violent and fucked up movie, and you go right into *Once Bitten*. I have it written down. And that's what we're going to do. What that. was *Once Bitten* rated, by the way? What was it like? The rating? was it a PG thirteen or R? I really don't know because there's no real nudity. Actually, I think there is. Is there? is there no?
2: Maybe the uh, picture frame and even, of. Um, yeah, her, her painting Ms. on the Bliss, wall. I get, wasn't that Miss Bliss from say by the Bell*?
0: no it no no Ms. no
2: bliss.
0: Oh, no i can't remember like hey no, no no that oh, wasn't miss bliss
2: i thought it was like a i younger, was like right I, now she, she was a, a huge no. model at the time a younger, a younger bliss, bliss
1: once benton came out in 85 dude good morning miss bliss
2: is like 88 hell yeah how did she just progress later I, mean, I don't know i i could have swore it was miss bliss
1: no it's not miss bliss
2: I mean, it's a great movie either way. (laughs) I miss Bliss, no Miss Bliss. I'm still. I like your. I
1: like his story of it's fucking Miss Bliss just attacking in love with Jim Carrey. Carrey, Yeah, which that also has like the prom scenes and the dance off. Yeah, which is like an 80s staple, you know. Yeah, you gotta have 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 the montage and you have
0: to have have the dance off, the dance scene.
1: Yeah, I really like that
0: movie. Night of the Creeps has that. you
1: know. we, we just rewatched. I just rewatched that one uh, maybe two months ago. And I remember when I watched it, I didn't remember it being as vulgar as it actually is, but it's pretty fucking. It once there, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. But maybe cause I watched it on comedy central all the time back in the day. We had, and I a, think uh, that kind of, you know, we've talked about that before on the PG 13 episode. Man. It's like, there's so many of these movies that we remember fondly because we watched them on television so much. It was on yeah. TV, USA comedy central. And then you watch the VHS or you watch it on HBO and you're like, where did those boobs come from? What are those? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, they played once bitten on USA all of the time.
1: I mean, I know that's uh, who did that song. It was like a one hit wonder, but she sounds like Tina Turner. I've looked it up while I was I have watching the soundtrack. It. Yeah, it's not Tina Turner though.
0: Oh, there's so How's many different you, songs on that. I was once gonna say
1: it's bitten, like, once bitten, once bitten.
0: Yeah, I know. I can't remember. Her everybody name, just turned this that, off. We talked about the uh, we had an episode on Gore scores and soundtracks, and that we always talk about music that I would never fucking listen to, but I have soundtracks of movies because it reminds me of the movie. And that's one of them. That entire soundtrack yeah. is so fucking 80s. bop crap. Uh, I love it. Right. Like Rockula. Because, you know, I don't give a fuck about Rockula. But Tony Basil's yeah, song. Dude, I remember that. Yeah. I mean, the dude dude, from uh, the dude from over the top. what's like, what's his name. Uh, the, the wrestler, Terry Funk. Yeah, no, <laughs> he is a wrestler. No, he, but the, he, the, he the, in the, the villain over the top. I know who you're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Bull yeah. Harley. Uh, well, yeah, he's in uh, uh, was it Rockula as Tony Basil's like sidekick and uh, those little moments you remember because the, of the music, music. But-
1: do you think i would listen to send me an angel in my car if it wasn't for rad or
0: she's like the wind <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not,
0: it, he's it, a it's sleazy fan yeah it's that song.
1: that prom scene when they're on the bikes and that chick that's going to prison for a bit for paying for a kid's college or whatever oh uh Lori, 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 Lock- Lori, Lori like, yeah which, by the way, I wore that shirt last week with her For on like it. a few months. And I noticed, like, the whole YouTube video, it's just her head peeking over the table because I wore that dumbass shirt. No,
0: he's talking like, about his Jesse's Girl shirt Jessie's that he wore like, was it last week or week yeah. before. <laughs> I, I ordered that fucking
1: shirt, and unfortunately, like, right after I ordered it was when she got in, like, legal trouble. Like, oh, yeah, you're article. a dick, man. Yeah, and then I got the shirt in the mouth, I was like, I'm still going to fucking wear it. Like, fuck yeah. that. It's a funny pun. But, yeah, I mean, the soundtrack thing's funny because, yeah, you'll get in my car, and you'll hear Send Me an Angel and all this goofy shit. And a lot of times people are like, why the fuck do you listen to this? I'm like, movies? Because yeah. it's just there in my head. Like, I got the Teen Wolf soundtrack and Rad, which you don't have Teen Wolf up here. If well, Ghostbusters and Gremlins can make it, Teen man, Wolf there's so many definitely fits under that. There.
0: I actually erased a bunch, too. Yeah. I know we had to get through this, and we okay. had, we're, we're well, still in the fucking '80s. Yeah, guys. we're
1: we're we're close. We're we're at it. We're going at a decent I mean, we're going to skip Reanimator. Remember uh, Gold? I don't want to skip Reanimator. Just I want to do a quick.
0: We just thing did. On that. Okay,
1: go ahead. <clears throat> you saw Reanimator as an adult, right? That was your first time. Yes, in America. You. Oh, Ryan, right. hit
0: it, baby. Yeah, with you. I can't. How would that
1: feel?
2: <laughs> I I wish I would have watched it younger or when I was younger because I absolutely loved it. Again, I remember seeing the uh, cover art in the store. But I never watched it. I've always wanted to over the years. It would pop up here and there. But I absolutely
0: loved it. I mean,
2: You feel like the comedy holds up with it?
0: And it's really dark. It's not like, ha, ha, ha. I mean, there's a couple of jokes with, you know, cat dead, you know, whatever. But it's not, like, very in your face.
1: Well, I really enjoy having friends that are interested in horror now that didn't watch it all the time when they were kids. Like, you know, like with him, when we did that Joe Bob marathon and his reaction to Reanimator... Cause he right after we went off, he was like, "That was a good movie."
0: And it's uncomfortable. Yeah. It's funny, and then you're like, "Oh, this is the head he giving yeah, head yeah. scene," and I feel weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot of things, or even just the shit with the cat at first. When it first happens, because you're not really it's that far cat, yeah. deep into the movie of knowing how gross and disgusting everything's about to be. Yeah, that's a fun one, man. But uh, I was surprised when he was like, "Yeah, that's one of my favorite ones." I'm like,
2: "Fuck yeah, yeah." You know, basket case too. I mean that that basket was, case was trippy, but. Hennenlotter, oh. man, uh, he, yeah, he, he, yeah, he's, you know, he's, we, I uh, very well enjoyed it. I mean, it was, it was funny. It was just weird. You know, it's like Krang from, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was you totally <laughs> right. like, like Krang coming at you, but it was, it was funny. It was Krang,
1: Krang in a basket and it's totally like, uh, it's dark humor. It doesn't try to be a comedy. Like it doesn't oh, throw it yeah. at you. Like all oh, this is all slapstick. It's just funny. Like the dialogue. Similar to uh, the
0: violence is hilarious. It's yeah. Really no. weird. Like the, all the needles in the face from basket case, very like, similar
1: <laughs> basket case and brain damage are a lot alike in yeah. that way. Cause they both have like this weird little, you know, what's, what's, what's he called it? Ed Fred and brain damage. I can't remember his name. Oh. I can't fucking <laughs> latches onto his neck, but there's like a whole scene where the dude's like, Oh, like overdosed on what this monster puts in him. And this thing is like in the sink, just singing to him. And it's the funniest shit. But it's really dark and fucked up because he's really singing at him because he wants him to overdose and need him. <laughs> and Basket Case is the same way. Basket case is just dark as fuck. But he he just wants to be loved. But he just wants to be loved. He just wants, he just to, be wants to be loved, yeah. And it's hard not to laugh at the monsters and it's shit sometimes. Brotherly loved. Oh yeah. It. And then well
0: that's another franchise that goes off the rails. The second one's got Mr. T and they're you know, they're all freak shows. It goes way fucking like Bill and Ted almost.
1: Did Bill and Ted go off the rails? It's- <laughs>
0: No, but it went like towards that kind of goof.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I don't want you to start keep talking shit, so let's just let you see. <laughs> You'll say something positive. Return of the Living Dead.
0: We can skip it. We got a whole. We should skip it because I hate
2: zombie movies. We should just.
0: Oh, okay. Just... Let's talk about Ret- Return of the Living just... Dead for like
2: an hour, real quick. Let's
0: do like a whole. <laughs> it's hour one of my favorite movies of, of all time. Really, you don't like Return of the Living Dead?
1: I don't. Loves Ghostbusters too. F- hates yeah. Little Shop of Horrors. Hates yeah. Return of the Living Dead.
2: <laughs> I don't have anything.
1: <laughs> you don't have anything? Don't, I'm just fucking with
2: I, you. I, I just, I don't know. I have mean, there's seen? there's some zombie movies, yeah, but I mean, once you get to the, you know, end, do, do you
1: hate Linnea Quigley?
0: Oh, we better answer this correctly. Dun,
1: dun. he's trying to think who she is dun, right dun, now dun, dun. Can this you, is a trick
0: dun, 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 dun. she's like I, on every I, wall can i this. phone a friend she's the chick <laughs> can the i phone a friend <laughs> she's, the,
1: she's the chick that dances a game show she dances boobs first in the cemetery
0: uh that's a I classic mean, I'm sure i mean i like it it's classic scene it's boobs
1: i mean i love return the living dead i love from start to finish and once again that's not a, so later on we'll get to like sean the dead which is a straight up like intentional like horror comedy Return just has like a lot of funny moments in it, but it's not... It's really
0: well-written. It's, yeah, it's The good. comedy in those kind of films are just written, written so well that it's not like right in your face.
1: Mm, yeah, I can... What, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Part 2. Okay, what the fuck? Yeah, you're right. You
0: don't want to talk about it? I know you don't like it. I love Part 2. Oh, you, I thought you, Okay, maybe it was Dave. I can't remember.
1: Who the fuck doesn't like... Well, actually, yeah, that is one that's kind of like, you know, split down the middle sometimes.
0: Yeah. Some people just don't get it. They don't like it. It's not, it's very much like how I felt about when I saw uh, army of darkness and I get Ooh. that way of thinking about a movie. The first one is visceral and pretty. And yeah. Like we're talking about going from the seventies to eighties and then the eighties, he's like, I'm going to make this fucking funny because I don't want to repeat myself.
1: Well, The posters like that breakfast club. Yeah. Cover. That's the
0: comedy right off the bat,
1: which I think they originally did have like a different, different poster though. Originally it was like a more like intense, like Leatherface style poster. And I think they, they switched it for marketing. Because they were like, the original one was is like his... him
0: tearing through the movie poster. Yeah, thing, it's like leatherface. It like, drawing. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then they went with the Breakfast Club pose. And then, you know, the movie focuses mostly on like Bill Mosley's character, Chop Top, and yeah. the radio station shit. The I third
0: wa- brother, or actually the fourth, technically.
1: I fucking love that movie. I like it more than I do the first one as far as like a watchable, like watch it anytime type of movie. Like, well, there's a group, if there's a group of people at my house and I want to turn on a film,
2: I'll pick that one over the first one.
1: So that it, that easier. is my
2: least favorite like modern day villain like freddy jason chucky uh leatherface pinhead and then i'm just not not a fan have you watched the first
1: texas chainsaw yeah how old were you when you saw texas chainsaw
0: that actually matters a lot that's a good question maybe like 12 11 it
2: it wasn't scary to you You yeah i mean yes it was but like freddy's my dude you know i saw like Freddy five Love it. Well, is it because these
1: sequels to Texas Chainsaw aren't as accessible? Because they weren't really playing Texas Chainsaw. I mean, fuck, I, most of my friends haven't even seen Texas Chainsaw Three.
2: I would say I, I had more. Either way, but, yeah, I had, oh, I I had more I know, of- access to Freddy, Jason, Chucky. Yeah, because you know, I, I would watch them with my dad, and you know, my dad never watched yeah. that, so I didn't watch it. I, I
1: think overall franchise wise, I mean, Texas Chainsaw is probably not at the top of my list either. Uh, I really do like 1 and 2, though, and I think three's decent. A lot of people hate it, and there are some people like Steve that are like, I fucking love it, probably for Ken Forey, But <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love the whole thing about it. I love all of it, but it's not really a horror comedy, so I'm not yeah. going to get into that one. Yeah, but... I
1: know. Part 2 is, oh. and getting away from that... Uh...
0: I can definitely see why you would say that, because you have all these other memorable slashers, and Leatherface is kind of not as memorable because he doesn't talk, yeah. but neither does Michael Myers. But Michael Myers, it's got... I don't know, there's... It's more fun. And the uh, Leatherface well, is always, except, besides this one, for the most part, it's not a really fun character.
1: Yeah. And what I'll leave it at and this. It's kind of
0: hard to do anything with him.
1: Freddie, Michael Myers, and Jason are all those one character. Texas Chainsaw is based off of family. A lot of people forget that. You yeah. know, they're just like, hey, Leatherface, it's not really the Leatherface show. A slasher movie. Yeah. It's, it's more about everyone else. You know, it, it's more of, of like, your, like your, uh, your fucking Rob Zombie family type movie. Says Mike, who <laughs> He fucking ripped off. Wink, wink. But anyway, uh, let's go on. It's uh, Frankenhooker. I fucking love Frankenhooker okay, so much. Yeah, me too, man. Um, I mean, I have like in my room, I have a Frankenhooker poster. And then uh, Dick Starr, one of our artist buddies, who's done a fuck ton of art over the years. His giant Frankenhooker portrait he did. And I have that hanging up too. That's always been like a favorite of mine. I watched it when I was a kid because it's trashy as fuck, and I thought I was getting by with something like watching something dirty. I'm like, oh yeah,
0: oh, this movie's fucking. It's a great example of eighties tr- horror comedy.
1: And ha- Have you seen Frankenstein? But not Haker? fun. It's, Can I mean, you it's fun. summarize
2: it in like thirty seconds? Because no, I have not. Uh,
1: a man is trying to build, rebuild a woman, <laughs> so he's building her out of hookers.
0: Yeah, there you go. Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. I'm Frank- there. Frankenstein Absolutely. with ho-
1: Frankenstein with hookers.
0: I'll definitely. It's all in that. the name, baby.
1: And, a, and a, like a. <laughs> You know, it's, it, it'll make you fear lawnmowers. You won't like lawnmowers anymore.
0: Yeah. My VHS doesn't actually still talk. You used to have like a button you'd push on and it goes, eh, you want a date? And it doesn't work
1: anymore. Yeah, that was all her thing. Want a date? And her face is always kind of like <laughs> um, She actually put that on my poster too. It says, want a date? And yeah. like me, I was just like, oh, I would I'd love this to is do so cool.
0: that filmmaker as a uh, uh, as a retrospective anyways. But like, yeah, we talked about Basket Case, Frank Hooker.
1: Well, he's well, got, he's got so much weird shit. It's great. Just going, it's, was it Bad there. Biology? was yeah. the one well, with the it's... wieners and the vaginas. Yeah. I'm like a child. The wieners and the vaginas. <laughs> uh, we can definitely skip over. The next one on the is Tremors. We can kind of gloss over that. You should just listen to our previous episode. Uh, oh, yeah. I assume you probably had one of the same experiences as most with Tremors. It came on TV all the time when you were a kid. Yeah, USA Network. Big old dickworms everywhere. Couldn't get away from them. Did you ever watch the sequels? Two. Part two, but then of Grady. Yeah, how did you feel about the sidekick in part two? Here we go.
2: (laughs) I was fine with it, you know, because you you had a pretty spot on. Yeah, I hate
1: him. You know, I fucking hate.
2: (laughs) I fucking hate. I've been thinking about him this last
1: week, and I'm just really was waiting to ask you about it, and then I was hoping you would say you would hate him, but I don't know. You guys are no longer friends.
2: I have have bad taste, obviously. I mean,
1: bad taste.
0: Nice. That that
1: would actually, if you did that intentionally, that would have been an awesome lead into that. Go right
0: into that, man. Uh, But I kind of left it off the board because, like we just talked about, we're going to have a Peter Jackson whole. We're going to have a big old
1: Peter fest.
0: Yeah, I mean, all of his movies are fun. Peter, I love Peter fests. I don't know all of his movies. Lord,
1: the fucking Hobbit's not fun. Okay, whatever. Fellowship of the Ring. No, let's not get into this. (laughs) Oh, nerds! Right now are just white knuckle mad at me. Yeah, uh, well, sorry. Well, The
0: Hobbit, I can definitely pass on. I could do without those. I could do without The Fellowship. Damn. I like My favorite are is the, the first three. God, yeah. I sound like an old Star Trek or Star Wars uh, fan. Uh,
2: number three, I like number three. Yeah. Return of the King? Yeah. I
1: prefer it's Return a, of the Jedi. It's a good eye. Because <laughs> I'm a fucking man. That's a good. You up, like the num num. Yeah. Hey, read books. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What, what is at the top here? Coming out of- Oh, that's uh, just an explanation so, of
0: shit.
1: You motherfucker. Yeah. You can't write just weird shit. So we're going to go right into Army of Darkness
2: because I'm real mad at you right now. So
0: I absolutely- Should I have to explain myself or let you go first? Go right I ahead. I absolutely
2: loved, 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 loved this movie. And I understand why. He, he just went ahead. up on my friendship meeting. Hated. You, you your back. Hated Evil Dead 2. Hated it. Well, fuck, man. Well,
0: you just kind of stopped talking at one point.
2: <laughs> I feel like if I were watched Evil Dead 2- when I was younger, yeah. I would love it because I watched Troll Two when I was younger. I watched it again recently. Hate it, stupid right. Troll Two's. You should have never liked in the first place. Riker, but
0: imagine you're on a date with De- uh, Derek and I. Just say the first sentence and then don't keep talking because okay. you're not going to get laid. That, that gets me in trouble. <laughs> I keep talking. That obviously, yeah. But
1: the well, yeah, you so, really so. fucked yourself there. You could have just left uh, Evil Dead Two out of this. Now we got beef.
2: The uh, skeleton fight scene made that movie. Like made army, like it was just too hilarious. It absolutely made that movie. And Duke Nukem ripped off. <laughs> well, hell <is> that <laughs> to the king and all the one liners. Yeah,
1: yeah. If boomstick,
2: you play, absolutely. If ripped you played
1: off. the Duke Nukem game, Total Meltdown, which is the most popular one, that came out on the PlayStation. They're all just army of darkness one liners, which is like hell to the king and boomstick and all that. Which is great because I was a fan. And if you um, if you needed to see titties back then. Uh, Duke Nukem Total <laughs> Meltdown, you could go in a strip club and if you clicked on the stripper, it's like these pixelated boobs. Yeah. I remember just being such a little pervert for that. But not so much about boobs. Now, let's go back to Army of Darkness. I'll do an episode about boobs one day. We can talk about them. It's <laughs> just That's what going like. be called, Derek and but,
0: Boobs. But uh,
1: I understand Steve's complaint. He's wrong. Fuck him. But I get it. You got Evil Dead 1s just creepy, woodsy, low budget horror movie. Part two happens. They add like a splash of comedy, but it's still like a pretty dark horror film with a little comedy into it. And then Army of Darkness happens. And I guess if you were a fan, you're in your late teens or you're a young adult, that can be a letdown for me personally as a kid and seeing our, so I saw Army of Darkness before I saw any of the Evil Dead movies probably because I saw Army of Darkness on TV, right? But the Evil Dead movies got like the cover of the VHS Not knowing they're even associated with it. When I put it all together, I fucking worship that franchise. It's my favorite thing in the world. It's on my body. You know what I mean? But I think if I was a little bit older, I would have a different view of Army of Darkness. I definitely would. I don't know why you dislike it, though. That's what I don't get.
0: When I went back to rewatch it on VHS, I appreciated for what it was. It's kind of like when uh, I first watched House 2. I was like, fuck don't you but don't you I talk shit about, to talking TV, about horror which we totally skip by the way uh, it's okay um because that's a whole yeah yeah it is uh it's like it's not what i wanted it's not you know now you go the internet and you just bitch about it but back then you went to the theater and you're like fuck yeah and you had to wait and then when it came out on vhs i was like okay i get it now this is a big ray harryhausen yeah. beautiful ode to all that 60s like action films like jason and argonauts all that stuff but what i wanted was evil dead three i met bruce campbell and that and i guess it was the winter of the year that came out he did a mall tour free
1: yeah i remember those (laughs) okay i
0: went and saw him in the cine fantastic cover i had it was like evil dead three and he signed it and we talked him for like five minutes and i think my daughter threw up on him i always remember that um and army darkness comes out and i'm like i go to the theater i'm like fuck there's no blood there's like there's nothing extreme about that it just took me a second viewing and that's why I've always said, even to this day, I'm like, I think when people do reviews of movies, they need to go and sit with that film like a, an album before you do a review of an album and then go back and let it you know, sink in. I love it now. But yeah. in 92, I was like, fuck Just this fuck. shit. I was so mad.
1: You think that's why they called it Army of Darkness instead of Universal? Evil owned it
0: and definitely um, wanted to make some money off of it. They didn't yeah. want to have it connected to this horror splatter awesome, you know, yeah. like, what I think is awesome. Horror comedies. Cause it, it's, or it's horror a, comedy. It could be then... a
1: standalone movie fairly easily. Oh, especially with the recaps at the beginning and shit. You kind of know yeah. what you're getting yourself into.
0: That's my only beef with it. And I have another beef with a film that everybody loves that's on this list and we'll get to it and I'll point it out.
1: Well, yeah, the next one on the list, if you talk shit about Buffy... So Buffy the Vampire Slayer, me, as a young boy, was a Luke Perry thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, swerve, motherfuckers. Uh-huh. But I, I thought Luke Perry was like the coolest fucking dude in the world when I was young. So I was completely sold on that. Everybody right now is
0: like, this dork. I'm like, fuck they you. Don't, not everybody knows you're 90210. Yeah, thing.
1: yeah. We can do, I can probably do four hours at least on 90210 by myself. So let's not even go into that.
2: I thought, <laughs> I thought you was a uh, David, Ar- David Arquette kind of guy.
1: I actually love David Arquette in this yeah. movie too. And I was a David Arquette guy. I still, actually, that's a whole different thing too. I own a David Arquette yeah. guy His again. His parts He's, are
0: great. Airheads, all this stuff uh, you do the time, yeah.
1: But I thought he was amazing. This. I thought the cast was amazing. It's a fun movie. Fucking Pee Wee Herman as a vampire.
0: <laughs> uh, Rutger Hauer.
1: Rutger Hauer. Like every, the casting is like perfect. Yeah. It's goofy. It's over the top. It's Josh Whedon's like, Really, the first thing I know him for is Buffy, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, and he wasn't really? happy with the way it came out because he thought they didn't understand what he was trying to do.
1: What was he trying to do differently than that? He was just make it more serious.
0: Down. Like I guess maybe the third season of Buffy the Vampire Slayer it was like what he envisioned the characters to be like.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Which
0: is like a lot of the horror comedies we're talking about. It's not so over the top in Buffy. The movie is way over the top. It should be though.
1: I think vampire movies. You you have like these hour and a half films where you get all this like with vampires, all this mythology out there, and all this like backstory, and all you this shit. Yeah. There's only so much you can do with that time frame. I don't know what else he would want for that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just think the tone was off for him, and I definitely can see that. He wanted to be
1: more. He didn't want it to be on this
2: board.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I love Buffy. I love all Buffy things. Buffy, I love all mostly Joss Whedon things. Buffy too. is one of those.
2: Movies that like if it comes on TV, you have to watch it. Yeah. Like no matter how many times you've seen it, you have to watch it.
0: Yeah, but I mean the show is more, way more dramatic. It's like you know it's like a rom com sort of thing yeah. instead of a comedy with horror aspects. Like if it wasn't for vampires, it's just like it's a comedy movie. Yeah. Uh, I mean most of these movies you could say the same. You could say the same thing about. But that's what I meant. Like the tone, he just I- it wasn't there for him. I love it.
1: I love the show, too, though. I mean, in the show, you know, it was, what, six years later, five or six years later when he started the show. So yeah. you got to kind of do like a replay, I guess. And, oh, heck yeah. And you get like so much time with that, though. Season after season, you get to drag things out. So it's that's why. Yeah, perfect. And exactly Television how you want shows. your baby to be, which vampires probably fit better in that universe. But some reason we keep getting zombies. <sighs> I guess they try we'll to get to that true blood and they really fucked us with that. So I uh, like true blood. Well, that's fine. Somebody does. I'm pretty sure and people... I like the first two seasons. I really enjoy really True Blood. I'm, I'm the same way. The first two seasons. are solid after, as fuck. But after that, dude, that's like 4 p.m. on WHAS type soap opera Mythology shit. gets a little
0: stretched. and Last it's just season like, okay, but garbage. I hated the um,
1: last season. Well, HBO and Showtime are both known for that. Starting strong. Even these series that we love and then the last season or two just completely shitting the bed. Yeah. For me, True Blood is like after season two, but I get why... I, people hung around a bit longer because i did that with a few other shows and
2: yeah, you, you regret it sometimes you
1: want it to be better i mean i'm
0: still watching monday night roll every fucking week we can jump uh, over dead alive yeah we can so but, uh, god damn we got to mention it dead alive uh was
1: the first time i was super grossed out by a movie <laughs> i would not eat oatmeal because of that movie for a oh, very long period of time yeah like it for some reason because it doesn't the scene, it doesn't look like oatmeal necessarily in that scene but it just reminded me of it and that whole gross scene with the fucking eyeball and the shit dripping in it and all that it just stayed in my fucking head forever man i would think about that anytime i saw like a like gravy or oatmeal and i would not eat it when i was a kid I just like fucking gross and that movie's disgusting all around i mean the the fi- the finale is just a straight up bloodbath have you seen that it's one it's
0: so fucking memorable
1: it's peter jackson I I, film
2: I know i have but like nothing's coming um you know it's
1: wh- where's it set at uh, fucking new zealand it's new zealand yeah new zealand they're at a zoo uh guy's mother like he's a mama's boy kind of mom gets bit by like this monkey that's fucking part <laughs> zombie or whatever it slowly starts changing her and she's like deteriorating and falling apart and she's like this real bitch so he's trying to take care of her while she's like screaming at him and shit next thing you know you know half the town's changing in the fucking zombies because of this lady uh, there's a priest that kicks ass for the Lord who has a brilliant Bruce Lee scene. If you've seen this movie, you would know this scene. Um, in the cemetery, the priest goes, uh, just full fucking out of his mind. A bunch of zombies are there. He yells, I kick ass for the Lord. It's fucking brilliant. And there's a blatant stunt man there doing all this Bruce Lee stunt work. <laughs> that's so good. W- worse, worse than the Jamie Kennedy on a dirt bike scene. And look, like, he fucks them up. But that's like, a I don't know. I think that's probably why I liked it so much, because I was so in the martial arts and shit. Yeah. And it's like kick-ass priest happens and there's a boatload of blood. Uh the finale she just blows up into this giant uh fucking honey we blew up the kids style fucking monster. <laughs> You're
0: a gore monster. It's
1: yeah. Great. It's gross. So yeah, watch it. But we'll yeah. talk about that on the Peter Jackson shit. Uh Cemetery Man, another one from the nineties. Yeah that uh doesn't get a lot of love. Uh it was I a- know we're- yeah. Big for like rental nerds though, VHS nerds. And then later DVD nerds, like Cemetery Man was a hot one.
0: It got uh, looked over sadly. I was so fucking mad when yeah. I finally found it. I think it was like maybe 2000 when I actually found that movie. I'm like, how the fuck did I miss this for six years?
1: Who's the main guy in that one? Uh, the main actor. It's fairly oh, shit. <laughs> it's a name. That's a name actor. Yeah. Yeah. My
0: brain just went dead. I was thinking of the comics and all that stuff. But uh, 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 uh Yes. I broke you. Yes, you did. I broke Steve. Like the, the, the it does happen on here. Uh um any goddamn. Anyways, this is why Dave is needs good. to be here with a tablet all of a sudden because my, my brain was just all like water threw water the, about the comics and Normally the, the director just, you know, and all these up. other things and then I just you know the comics Rupert the dru- Everett Rupert Everett fucking, you I knew I just kept talking it would go through my brain holy shit Derek good one <laughs> just, <laughs> 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 that was awesome <laughs> well,
1: I felt like I'm dude, sure the look in my I was like dude, beep. dude I felt like I fucking broke you I didn't know what happened Rupert
0: Everett and it was it's a fantastic role.
1: Yeah, well, it's crazy for him because he's known for, like, romantic comedies and all that shit. And oh, then we got, like, yeah. Cemetery Man, which is – and he's on the cover. Like, he's highlighted on the cover. So yeah. I always thought about – I wonder how many, like, soccer moms in the late 90s were in at that.
0: You know, just going, like, oh, there's Rupert. I'm going to go rub one off. And he's like, yeah, he's gay. She thinks he's just,
1: like <laughs> – c- like they think it's, like, Cemetery Man.
0: Like, oh, just yeah. Like, well, the fuck, character's not – Fucking sad
1: women and stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a fantastic movie. I was gonna, I thought I'd really get into that film, but I know we're going to do an ent- entire episode on Italian films, and that's going to be way up
1: there. Yeah, yeah and I really like that right under it. You wrote Dracula Dead and Loving It. Fucking A. <laughs> Nobody fucking remembers that movie. No, do you I'm remember that? Uh, Leslie Nelson. Was yeah. It? Yeah. Yes.
0: Doing his best Bella Lugosi impersonation.
1: I feel like the trailer for that played when I would watch the preview channel more than any other movie trailer in history, which for you youngins out there, before the internet and before your fucking table yes. box had a guide, you had turn it to the last channel you had, which was like channel 99 on my TV. And it's just like a scrolling TV
0: guide. You had to watch it for an hour. Like three an movies. hour.
1: You had to wait three, for it like two. the fucking rotate. Because remember it would pause sometimes. It would show like five uh, movies and just stop yeah. and have like that weird ad. Um, but they would play that trailer on that channel so fucking often. I just remember like everything that happens in that fucking trailer. But I couldn't tell you anything that happens in that movie. A good movie? shit,
0: yeah. It's, movie? it's actually really, really, really well done. Um, it's, it's a Mel Brooks film. Uh, he he kind of like, I was expecting it to be way more uh, like Young Frankenstein, same director. Uh, it's definitely, it's, it's, it, but instead he goes the complete opposite. The comedy is way more over the top. The color is really, really vibrant. Uh, he he kind of takes from all of the different Dracula films that have ever been made and sticks them all in there. And it works really well. Um, I don't know. I can go on and on about that movie. Really? We, we have so many. Fucking, yeah, we have like three more decades.
1: Yeah, well, that no, we're we're getting there. We don't have a lot We've on each like, one.
0: Can I talk briefly about Vampire in Brooklyn? Brooklyn. Hell yeah, you. I can I fucking
1: hate it. So you can go ahead and cover it.
0: We've, we we kind of touched it uh, a little bit, but please do earlier another another episode. But nothing that you're probably going to talk was about.
2: Was the one? Um, was it you? Yeah, you said that Eddie Murphy wanted that to be hardcore horror. Yeah, a, yeah he, like he a serious movie. Like like he tried to like act his ass off. Yeah.
0: He's like the straight man is, you know, the character is like the straight hardcore guy. And then everybody around him is the funny people. Yeah, except for was, Bassett. Yeah. yeah. But I liked it. I mean, it was, it was a cute movie. Cute. It's cute. I don't think they, I don't think Wes Craven or Eddie Murphy wants to hear that. Yeah. Like,
1: like, yeah. I wanted to like that movie a lot more than I did. The and, tone
0: is all over the place. And I yeah. think that really was hurt. It hurt it bad.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't despise it, but it's one that I like. They did I think they did a recent release of it maybe Scream Factory or one of those and I saw people like getting really hyped about it and I'm like I, was, I feel like nostalgia is very much clouding you and you're going to watch this and be like oh man fuck but Nostalgia like good... does
2: like drive a yeah. lot of you know people's emotions cuz it brings them back to a good time yeah
1: I and mean, your life sucks now you go back to the 90s when you were a kid Happy, and like yeah you know Vampire in Brooklyn was good to you
0: the one good thing about that film is that it hurt Wes Craven's career just enough to where he, when he when he was offered Scream, he said no and then went back and said, I'll take it. So <laughs> you, fuck it, let's do it, boys. Right? Because I think yeah. the I think that film Scream was offered to him first and yeah. he was like, nah, you know, this yeah. is yeah. kind of what I'm known for. Yeah. And then he wasn't getting anything else because Vampire Brickman was an awful, awful bomb yeah, yeah. and he was like fuck it let's do it i can kind of yep. see what i'm going to do with this movie and
1: then we had bordello of blood
0: yeah we can like bordello of blood, blood. Cannibal, so, the Kendall musical musical
1: yeah bordello of blood i don't want to talk about because i don't fucking like Corey feldman or dennis miller i
0: liked it <laughs> i loved <Dennis>, it but <laughs>
1: you love dennis miller
0: well, we're talking about uneven tones it's like one episode yeah. of the first movie is yeah. is is, is yeah. really good and then the second one's like way over the top so then i thought maybe the third the uh, television movie was going to come yeah. out and be go back and forth back and forth it just didn't do that
1: yeah, I didn't. I love Demon Knight, and I like a lot of the series up until like the last couple seasons. Cause oh that, yeah, that gets bad too. They don't let the Don't on let nostalgia clog, clog your Woo. fucking mind there. But go back and watch those. Those are hard to get. Oh, I want to see this episode with Brad Pitt. Uh, no, you don't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know the '90s were full. Like the '90s is right where it starts really kind of pumping a lot of these horror comedies out uh frighten is amazing another peter once Jackson, again fucking baby. peter jackson's all over this list which you wouldn't think he would be because there's a lot of people that aren't familiar with like anything he did prior to like lord, lord of the, of the rings. rings yeah like this dude just came out of a hole and was like hey it's time to do hobbit movies new boys. zealand you know? yeah new zealand what's up represent nz i don't know what, what
0: game size new zealand has really important to his career and i'm not even going to get into it on this episode because like i said we've got the uh the the peter Jackson. just wait for us to do
1: a peter jackson episode please because i don't got that type of time in my life to talk about frighteners right now that's probably
0: might be my favorite one from him by the way it's
1: so good uh bride of chucky is another example of what started as a serious horror franchise and became uh, a fucking comedy act this was like the start of it going all out comedy this one's still a little dark then next we get Cedar Chucky and that's their Freddy Krueger for final chapter type shit, man. Or the final nightmare. Whatever the fuck that was called. It's just like <laughs> so over the top. And Bride's still kind of dark and sexy and weird. And-
0: There's Ronnie you his, ho- his sense of humor.
1: Yeah. And he was like, I'm
0: just going to do whatever the hell I can with this franchise because you don't care about it anymore. It's, it was like after three, it was not. It, nobody cared.
1: And they got every teenage boy to watch because they had Jennifer Tilly.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. And she was like the hot shit in the 90s, you know.
2: I cried when uh, Chucky died. Oh, in this one? That's, that's how and much brought I In of Chucky?
0: Oh. I you guess cried when Chucky well, died? Well, you were like 10.
2: I was a big fan of Chucky, yeah. So I cried when. Yeah. Uh, well, it's an emotional sad. impact, he died. man. Okay. And he it's... died a lot. So that tells you how much time I he cried. You cried for. a lot. huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a crier. I'm sensitive. That's, Holy um, shit. You know what I, what I what cried? I when fucking uh, Elvis might have died in in uh, Bubba Hotepi.
1: Bubba Denmark. fucking Hotepi. I can't believe that was. You got 2002. And that just not seem like that was 18 years ago. But yeah, I guess it was, man. Yeah. Uh, Bubba Elvis and JFK in a nursing home together fighting a mummy.
0: But uh, 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 JFK was a black Was It was, was a white man. <laughs> they dyed me this color. Fucking a movie. That's amazing. Same director from Phantasm uh that, you know, don cascarelli don
1: cascarelli you know he also did a uh, john dies at the end yeah in the good phantasm movie Phantasm franchise overlooked film uh he's <clears throat> what's weird is he's good at this horror comedy thing and you wouldn't think so because of phantasm phantasm has some one-liners here and there and reggie's funny enough but i'll fucking adore bubba hotel maybe it's bruce campbell maybe bruce campbell can make anything decent yeah i, I don't believe that he's got some turds out there but the guy that was
0: trying to train him to be Elvis gave up on him after like the second day because he said he was awful.
1: Well, that's kind of the thing, though. You don't that's want what I You don't want him to be just like Elvis, you know. You're these two guys are in a nursing home. You're supposed to think both of them are fucking batshit crazy. Like you're not Elvis, you're not JFK. So that's kind of the whole point. Yeah. There's a demon mummy that sucks your soul out of your asshole, like hell,
2: <laughs> like <I don't>, Adam. <laughs> You guys, your, like your little, you haven't seen I, Bible Hotha? I've never seen Oh either. my
1: God. And that's one you got to see at some point. Cause it's a very over the top horror comedy. Yeah. It knows what it is. Yeah. So unlike some of these that are kind of like dark and then happen to have comedy, this is just an all out intentional horror comedy, Man. but Bruce Campbell does a great job. That other actor doing JFK is fucking great. Just cause the dialogue between the two. Ozzy Davis. But yeah, it's pretty much two guys in a nursing home. One says he's JFK. The other says he's Elvis. And then a mummy shows up that's killing people by, like, gets their shit through their assholes. Is it's it not
2: yeah. uh, graphic at all? Does it show? Uh, you know what? Surprisingly, no. No, like, not really. Intestines, just...
1: Are you, what, do you want to see that?
0: Uh, I mean, it depends. I like gore. I no, mean, <laughs> well, there's not a lot of gore in this film. Okay. That's the thing about that film. is <laughs> Gorey one, anuses. For horror fans and horror fanatics and gore whores, like, that's not a movie that has any of that in it. It's just, no. you love Bruce Campbell. You love those characters. The yep. director, you, know, you put all that together and you're automatically sold. You're like, I'm going to watch this yep. fucking movie. I don't care.
1: That's what got me. That's what, I mean, Bruce Campbell and Elvis, you had me sold right there. I As <laughs> soon as that came out on DVD, I bought that shit. Well, yep. yeah. Paid full price at Suncoast. If you were around for Suncoast, you know how much I paid for that fucking DVD. Oh, no, I do. I was, <laughs> Way
2: too much. Yeah,
1: and I, I was happy about it, though. It was a good purchase. Uh, yeah, coming off Bubba Hotep was another like one of my favorites that gets overlooked and some people don't enjoy it. And I've talked about it on this show, but Dead in Breakfast, i I think is super over underrated. It has a great cast, it has musical scenes. Uh Jeremiah was
2: Jer- the uh, is the band. Jeremiah.
1: Well, yeah, Zachariah. 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 Uh so he plays like a and I've I've talked about this movie in the past, but Might as well just fucking follow up again. Uh, You know, he narrates this whole movie. It's a zombie movie. Essentially Uh, your usual story. A bunch of fucking teenagers or young people are going to this like town. Their fucking car breaks down. They got to stay at a hotel. David Carradine Unleashes some kind of beast that possesses everybody. That's the quickest version I can tell, but the whole time. Well, well happening, done. Yeah. <laughs> Zachariah, who was at the time, just known for being a host on G4. Zach Zellwin was a host on like late night on G4 and would pop up on like attack of the show. If you remember that, or uh, that was awesome. Uh, he even goes back to almost like the screensaver days, you know, for all you dorks out there, Leo Laporte and all those guys. Uh, so he shows up and he's just like this country hillbilly there, which you think, cause it, he shows up there in a the bar scene and he's like, Singing a song during the bar scene, but after that he narrates the entire movie. Yeah, and it's really cool. It has a weird thriller, a little dance scene and shit. Uh, that's when I let him borrow leading into this.
2: Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna love, I love it. I really did enjoy it. Yeah, does just, it hold
1: up? Because a lot of shit from 2000s Well, is, just
2: him narrating it is hilarious. Is it's just so funny. Yeah, I know. But it, it 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 holds up.
1: And you got Jeremy Sisto, as I said before, and Eric Paladino. boy. Yeah, Sisto always does a great job. Doesn't get enough roles. Uh, Eric Palladino plays like this, like washed up boxer, even though he's like 24, that just constantly fights with his girlfriend. if you're in your early twenties, when you see that, you're like, man, I feel that because we're all in like broken relationships at that point in our life. (laughs) Uh, But uh, yeah, and that's actually a zombie kind of comedy that came out in 04. And then that's the same year that brought us Shaun Shaun of the the Dead, Dead. which is what everybody knows.
2: Bloody brilliant, as the Brits would say. And you don't like zombie movies. I did like Shaun of the Dead. I know you did for numerous reasons. One, it's a fantastic movie, and it set the uh, precedence, I think for other movies along the way. And during the movie, it shows us as a as a society how we're kind of like zombies when we go through a we go through a. Routine day after day after day after day, not noticing anything around us, because like exactly what he did. You no, know, he had that same routine: store, um, chips, whatever he got, and he didn't notice zombies around him until
0: it was it was too late. Yeah, life sucks, and then you die, you don't notice anybody yeah. else is fucking And that like was before
1: dead. the cell phone age and shit, too. Right. You know, so
0: yeah, I've been uh, waiting for this movie to us to get to this movie. I
1: don't know how this movie succeeded with American audiences. You took it's before the zombie boom so it's not like the last 5 years that's been yeah. nothing but zombies at this point like I think we had the Dawn of the Dead remake at this point right and maybe 28 days later I'm not sure uh, but they're close they're lingering if they weren't already at this point but Shaun of the Dead came when like zombies weren't everywhere fucking thank god no better, they weren't better days uh horror comedies weren't on the big screen that often at that point and british movies what the fuck? What was the other successful British movie in the last decade? Right, right there, yeah, yeah. At that point, so it's so weird that that movie took off the way it did, and I I'm glad it did because I fucking love it. And I love Hot Fuzz, and I love everything those guys have done since then, pretty much.
2: And didn't it uh, kick off Simon Simon uh, Pegg's well, American, right. American American Career? Career yes, yeah.
1: yeah. So he was around already, and I knew of him.
2: Now he's not a hipster. I knew
1: who he was. But at that point, that really was like his like breakout performance uh, for him. And oh, the, he deserves it. it. Yeah. But you, you're, to... you said you were waiting to get to it. What was...
0: Because anybody who actually knows me always gets frustrated with me because of my opinions on certain films. Like, oh, kind of much. Oh, yeah. It's very much like Army of Darkness, but it doesn't age the same. It, like, I went back and watched Army of Darkness. and I'm like, I get it yeah. now. I, I love it. And yeah. it didn't take much for me to actually realize yeah. that. Shaun of the Dead is a fantastic film. It really is. The reason I hated it when it came out, not because I hated it because it's not a bad movie. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Edgar Wright is yeah. awesome, and he's proven it time and time and time and time again. The thing is, I remember being in a theater, and I, you know, I was at a party, and ah, god damn. I remember just going, fuck this movie, and not because it was a bad movie. I had waited until the end of the movie was over, and I was like, you have no idea what this movie just did. And I guess I was just a, an asshole at the time. I was like, this movie is going to make zombies so fucking popular that you're going to be fucking sick of them and uh jake dupuy is old old friend of ours at this party i think it was his party actually and people at that party were upsetting me i was like no 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 they're going to be so fucking everywhere you're going to be so goddamn sick of them it's going to be so fucking popular then we got zombie land we got the land of the dead the thing that did good is it actually gave george romero another career because nobody gave a fuck about george yeah yeah. that those are all those positives but i could just see that it was going to make things so much fun it was going to make fucking it already was its own freddy's dead i like Zombieland land though Zombieland's fucking great yeah. I, those are not bad movies and i love those movies what i'm saying is like just the way that yeah. i looked at that movie as i'm yeah. watching it play out i'm like everybody who doesn't give a fuck about zombie yeah. is going to love this movie and all the points that you brought, brought out is exactly why and it's not a bad thing but for a really asshole horror nerd and two fucking yeah and well yeah, especially back crazy. then i was yeah. really fucking yeah. A shitty like horror fan like you do yeah. no, fuck you don't you don't know what yeah. you're yeah. talking about i was that in 2004 i'm not as i'm not even close yeah. to that now i was just so i looked at it and go fuck and then that's yeah. when the this is before conventions got taken yeah. over by the walking dead and all that shit like you had that weird feeling at least i did and i was like fuck yeah hot yeah. fuzz i think is a better film actually but i think people got creative and
1: uh i'm gonna go i'm gonna go back to and the everyone now hates missed,
0: me i don't but, care uh, <laughs> but, uh, I, yeah, but,
2: uh, I think hot fuzz is a
0: better i agree but, and i don't hate shawn the dead well, i just hate that i knew the fall that was going to be
1: yeah. I mean, I but it did it, it. It, it gave us Fido as well. I don't and think Fido Fido's, had a cell and I think Fido's brilliant. It fucking is. But I think they took that idea of a horror comedy and they didn't try to just copy it. They did their own thing. Yeah. Because there's a bunch of Shauna the copies. Like there's Cockneys versus Zombies mm-hmm. and all that shit. There's uh there's another one with a Danny Dyer who we'll talk about later. Uh what the fuck is that called? I watch it I've brought it to like my parties at your bar and shit before, but I can't remember it. But there's there's all kinds of British zombie movies that came due to Shaun of the Dead, so it's not just the boom here.
0: Like, grab, uh, but it's all
1: those like zombie comedies that came out yeah. there, and some are good, but some are like just kind of just mediocre copycats. But then you get brilliant things like Fido that were like, let's make zombies pets. Yeah, and I thought that was really smart. And they did that whole like weird 1950s style and shot it like the way in the music and everything. That's great. I don't like the Walking Dead boom. I did it first. I was on board. Oh, I and then loved it. Just and then, and it then just I just got
0: sick of it. Yeah, and that's and what, it's not because the show is annoying. It's because the fucking people that I don't want to see at a horror convention. Yeah, are the fuck out of me.
1: Well, that's where we we'll sound like assholes and we sound like a This because is our crew. We go to these horror shows, and we've been going, you know, twenty plus years. For I you. started in
0: '96, my first horror convention. Yeah, so my yeah. first one
1: was 2001, and you know, it's always been like this. Uh, certain audience that goes and it's it's awesome because it's like a big family and then all of a sudden actual families are showing up like it was weird and not like just like not like horror nerd family, that's perfectly fine but like soccer moms that are there for just like one actor you know you're there for that one walking dead guy yeah. and shit like that and they're crowding the lanes and shit. you get you get angry you know it's it's probably how people look at us when we go anywhere it's right when they it, see me at Kroger or anywhere, they're like, hey, the what landscape. the
0: fuck's this guy? It changed uh, the landscape of all of that.
1: Yeah, it, it really did, and it made it like a money-grubbing thing. Conventions went from being this fun, close-knit thing where you can meet anybody for 20 bucks to everybody's $50 and up. Everybody that's charges cheap. just for a fucking picture yeah. with them all of a sudden. And we sound and, like assholes right
0: now, and that's yeah, fine. I get yeah. it.
1: Yeah, no, we'll, we'll do like a whole rant about cons one day, too, the good and the bad. And I don't want to bitch about it because I still love conventions. There's just... Things that came from the zombie boom that really did change the landscape. So uh,
2: you said '96 was your first. Mm-hmm. I was like not
1: nah.
2: Yeah, I'm old. I know. I, that's <laughs> the running
1: joke. These are I. I just hang out with these old fucks. Yeah, man. yeah.
2: It makes me feel better about
1: myself because sometimes I wake up. I'm like, man, I'm gonna die today, and I get here, yeah. and I'm like,
0: yeah, not beforehand. Not held. to sound like some gatekeeping <laughs> asshole. I mean, it's not you about are. That. I, no, I'm not. i There's a difference, like you just said. There's a difference between the high school jock that found punk rock and then they're fucking punk rockers. That is a fucking difference.
1: Well, they're not there to. The other thing, these people, they're not there to spend any money. They're there to just like go get the one autograph and leave. So they kind of like they make jokes about things that are there and people that are there. It makes it uncomfortable sometimes. Like there's people there that this is like their one escape. And you got fucking the soccer mom that's talking shit about them because of how they're dressed or whatever. Right? Oh, can she not
0: have her button? Or complaining to convention convention.
1: promoters because there's a certain movie or they don't like a T-shirt and shit like that. We go to these things to get away from that. That's what these zombie movies kind of fucked up, or I should say, series. Mostly Walking Dead. Uh, yeah. Going back to like the comedy, though, getting the fuck away from zombies. Uh, Behind the Mask is one of my favorite fucking horror comedies of all time. You
0: may have the floor. If you're a fan <laughs> he loves of, this movie and I love it too. If Damn you're a it.
1: fucking fan of slashers and you don't like Behind the Mask, I don't know if it could be Friends. Did you watch it and you didn't like it? I can see your face right now. Oh,
0: you're getting ready to get kicked yeah. out. <laughs> oh,
1: I have not seen it. You haven't seen it? Okay, there's still time. I don't think I've seen it. I let you borrow it, didn't I? Oh fuck. I guess I didn't put it in the stack. I don't know. I drink. Yeah. So, Leslie Vernon
0: is, is a slasher for everybody. Oh, Le- my god.
1: Leslie Vernon outside of uh, you know, hatch the hatchet franchise with Victor Crowley is the only like icon I feel like has been created in the last 20 years for the slasher genre. Unfortunately, he hasn't gotten any sequels yet. There was a felt Kickstarter and there was like that comic book campaign. Comics and hard to me. I know you love them. But I don't think most people give a shit and they just kind of exist and they're not even canon, you know, I get it, yeah. um, but if you haven't ever seen behind the mask, it is kind of a spoof of the horror genre. It's a uh, mockumentary. Uh, this documentary team shows up to film this man, Leslie Vernon, who is going to plan like a mass murder. He's looking for his group of teens to kill. So this documentary team, they assume he's full of shit. They don't believe anything he says. He's telling him his fake backstory that he's making up about himself. He shows him the house where he wants the teens to go so he can booby trap it and kill these kids. Uh, He takes him to meet his mentor, who's played by uh, Scott Wilson, Herschel from Walking Dead. Yay, Walking Dead. And they show him, like, all the tricks, make all these jokes about the old school horror movies, how easy it was to chase people. And you get to see Leslie, like, train for this. And there's, like, all these weird jokes about, like, cardio is really hard because you got to... You got to look like you're walking, but you got to keep up with these kids yeah. and all kinds of funny one-liners like that. And like, he genuinely seems like your everyday guy, but he's playing as the turn into like Jason Voorhees. essentially. Yeah. And it's
0: so good. It's so well done.
1: And if you haven't seen it, I don't want to spoil too much of this. I really don't. Even yeah. for listeners that are going to go check this out. I just... I can't recommend this movie enough. If you like slasher films, go fucking watch Behind yeah. the Mask.
0: Robert England, uh, Scott Wilson.
1: Fucking pay attention to it. Yeah. Don't look at your cell phone because there's a lot of weird one-liners and little things here and there that they do that are just like tributes to the entire genre. Yeah. It's brilliant. I, it sucks that the sequel never happened or whatever happened with the Kickstarter, but that movie's great and it really is like one of the few great slashers we've gotten in the 2000s. And it is a horror comedy. It's fucking hilarious. But the whole concept of just like following around like a Jason or Freddie as they try to plot this whole thing out and you kind of learn they're not as smooth as what you would think. It's yeah. all just kind of set up and kind of all bullshit. It's yeah. like it's like following a magician or a pro wrestler or whatever that shows you all the tricks.
0: Yeah. Uh, go He's, fucking watch it. Yeah. He's so charming. He's so nice. And they realize, wait, wait, no, he. this is real or this like, is real yeah this is a, a fucking ted bundy and you're hanging out with him yeah how do you feel now <laughs> and, and which is
1: probably how you would feel if you hung out with ted bundy though ted bundy yeah. would manipulate you and you're like oh man this guy's great that guy could tell you probably hey i'm gonna fucking kill you right his neighbor wrote that book about him. I mean, shit, look at the women of Facebook. They know the motherfucker killed people, and they're still like, oh, I would fuck Ted Bundy. Richard um, Ramirez. Dude, just, fuck like, Al, oh, God. just fuck Al Bundy. Don't fuck Ted Bundy.
2: <laughs> Al needs it. Al get O'Neill some pussy. Get
1: O'Neill some pussy. He's, he's a jiu-jitsu guy, so he could probably get some holds on you, girl. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we're almost wrapped up here, actually, with the 2000s. We had Severance, which is uh, another British kind it's of comedy fantastic. and it's fucking fantastic I loved
2: I absolutely loved it um one of the things that I, that I like about it at the end the ending credits it has like flamethrower killer knife and butt killer <laughs> instead of saying like killer 1 killer 2 killer um, killer 3 to me that was hilarious cuz i mean it's that's how you're going to know who they are and yep. i it's um
0: it's weird because knowing that you noticed that makes me really hard and i'm not I'm not into guys but okay.
2: Okay. Yeah. And uh it's weird. Uh, one of the main characters in this is going to be in a uh another movie that I'm going to mention when is it we'll Danny
1: Dyer's it. the Stoner. So a,
2: No, um I'll get um, yeah. I'll get to it
1: in a, oh, okay. I, I actually thought Danny Dyer was going to be the next Simon Pegg. He's a brilliant like comedian guy and he, he's a great actor he's been in some bad ones he was with he did this like one weird horror movie with the chick from x-files whatever the fuck her name is and it's supposed to be like this weird like julian anderson vingy, abusive movie type thing yeah. and like he has a great like he fucking kills it it's just a bad movie though uh severance is brilliant because uh, i think we've talked about it on a previous episode but it's like the take the cast of the office Uh, They try to go on a business trip together and shit goes wrong. But the dialogue is still there. There's still the funny dialogue. It's not trying to be intentionally funny. It's just how these characters talk and interact. And if you've ever had like a corporate gig, it's incredibly relatable, especially (laughs) with like the other employees and all the different personalities. And then they just throw in Danny Dyer as kind of like the stoner character that would get fired two weeks into the job. But he's brilliant, especially when he starts tripping on like mushrooms in the middle of the woods while the world's ending. I'll just give away one funny scene, though, is uh, there's an argument. I think I talked about this last time, too. Sorry for being fucking repetitive. Uh, There's an argument between like an older gentleman and a lady. And he's like kind of a smart ass. And they're debating if you get decapitated, uh, can you survive? Like, how long is your brain functioning after it? And the whole time he's just like arguing. yeah, Yeah, you definitely will. He's like, for sure, at least. Twenty seconds. He's like, I've looked it up at least 20 seconds. And she's like, no, it's impossible. Well, like an hour into the movie, they do a throwback to that joke. Cause the dude gets his head cut off and you see his head rolling and he blinks twice. And then he smiles. Cause he realizes he won this <laughs> argument. And it's just brilliant. Cause he's such a snarky asshole. Anyway, the last moment of his life, he's just like, I fucking knew it. Gotcha. I was right. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you said a
2: cast member of this isn't another thing. What is so slither, Okay, Slither. Reminds yeah. me of the faculty. And the main protagonist in Severance is the main antagonist in the faculty.
1: Jesus Christ, you just like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon
2: with this. Man. I appreciate don't know how these long nerds. I've been waiting to like say that. The
1: main antagonist of the faculty, I thought that was Robert Patrick.
2: No. Uh the, the football coach? The woman. Oh, the, the woman. The woman came and she yeah. is the main protagonist in Severance. Oh, like the student that ends up being it? Yeah, she was the first one that had it. Oh, because she didn't take the. Uh, yeah, she, she, she didn't snort the pin. She, she didn't snort Josh Hartnett's cocaine. Yeah, she uh, put her little finger, pinky, off the tap, and it went out. I like that away. she
1: made the drug sound so innocent just now, too. You're such an innocent man. You're like a. You're like the new Jim Gaffigan. Is that who the clean comics are?
0: <laughs>
1: you don't have puppets. No, I'm not a. Uh,
0: oh my god! You're a, I mean, you're what's, not a pro comment, are you?
1: What's his name? Jeff Dunham. Yes, I'm not him. No, you're not Jeff Dunham. No, no. Who would no, you no. compare yourself
2: to? I don't know. I don't know who I'm like. I'm just like me. You're just like me? that's good. You know? That's good. That's the best way to put things. I mean, I I look uh, up to uh, Mitch. You know, I love Mitch Hedberg.
1: Yeah, Mitch Hedberg was brilliant, right? and you 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 have his tone kind of. So I can see that. Uh, Yeah, the last one we even have on our list, uh, because it's like we don't remember the last 14 years. Oh, Uh, no,
0: that's just where the list ends. I was going to let you guys get going.
1: Yeah, it really, like, you know, Slither happened. I think Slither's more mainstream, too, and it's also directed by James Gunn. James Gunn. Who went on to do, you know, those fucking shitty Disney movies that nobody talks about. (laughs) Guardians of the (laughs) Galaxy. Yeah. One of the biggest
0: franchises out there. He also wrote Down the Dead remake, too.
1: Uh Slither was brilliant. Slither was another one that I ignored when it came out in the movies. For one, I didn't know James Gunn did it, and the preview to me just looked like shit. I don't know why the trailer just looked bad, and I yeah. I remember buying the DVD and being like shocked by it. I bought the DVD in like a fucking five dollar previously viewed thing that the video stores used to have. Love that
2: movie. Super gross. And speaking of the uh, Walking Dead, Old dude's in it. Uh-
0: old dude. I can't. There's think. a lot of old dudes in Slither Man.
2: There's a lot of old dudes in Walking Dead. That's <laughs> why they're the fucking Walking Dead. <laughs> old dudes, brother. Oh. Um, Jesus, Norman. Michael, uh, Rooker. Michael Rooker. Yeah, Rooker. yeah. 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 Norman. Norman uh, I was just going to pull the, it out. Yeah, his brother. Yeah,
1: Michael Rooker. Yes, he's in it. Yeah, he's awesome in that movie. Don't you movie. Yeah. forget Every... Michael Rooker's fucking name? Jesus,
2: oh, sorry, Michael.
1: Well, uh, Michael Rooker actually stars in one of my favorite horror comedies ever, Henry.
2: Yes. Yeah. You. You have that. Uh, Henry of Portrait of a Serial
1: Killer is a brilliant, brilliant horror comedy yeah watch we, it with the family
2: invite the kids over, invite oh my grandma over.
1: <laughs> take my advice do
0: not listen yeah. to Get the whole Derek. family
1: out. Like hey, you, granny. if you run a school if you're a teacher and you're looking for just a good like fun whimsical movie to show the kids show them Henry with Michael Rooker
0: yeah and Tom Tolles
1: it's a good character study I think they'll learn a lot I think everybody will come out happy those tears you're gonna think they're crying but they're really tears of joy
0: make sure you wear orange socks
1: wear <laughs> orange socks <laughs> Uh, other than that what in the last decade what what do we have horror comedy wise besides like the hatchet franchise and Victor Crowley because I really would cover that with like Adam green yeah. what what do you think like, we need to
0: do a whole episode on Adam
1: We will definitely do one on Adam because I love that guy uh I think he's one of the most fan friendly directors out there is mm-hmm. that Seth's yeah. brother no. See this is why do we invite him <laughs> I don't understand I don't love it.
2: Banana motherfucker
1: Banana mother <laughs> yeah I did let him borrow. So there's a story behind Banana Motherfucker. Uh, you know, I did tape trading and all that bullshit. I was in some, like, group. And this guy, the guy claimed he directed it. So he did this trade with me. Sent me Banana Motherfucker. I've never seen it anywhere else. And it's a 15-minute movie about killer bananas. And it's one of my favorite fucking short films. I have Steve over here has his gore club bar. I have tried to bring that in and show it. I think six times. Oh, a lot, man. And it never, every time I'm like, here it comes, it's gonna work. And for some reason, whatever DVD player he has, anytime, doesn't he, fucking play it. You give it to me on
0: flash drives, you've yeah. tried it all, man. It never works. It's like that in Deathgasm. Yeah, Death Deathgasm. Deathgasm will not fucking play at the Gore Club.
1: What? What the fuck? But you watch Banana Motherfucker, right?
0: Yeah, when it first started, I'm like, shit.
2: Subtitles, I hate subtitles because- Fucking reading! You have to- Payton, look up, look down, look up, look down. Because sometimes sometime the scene moves too fast and, you know, you gotta I just up.
0: look straight, baby. Yeah, you're talking to two subtitle reading motherfuckers, well, especially, like, porn films. Yeah. Um,
1: but, people are rewinding when I said fuck books and thinking about that. I, I,
0: I love the kills.
2: I love the yeah. um, homage to... Nightmare? Nightmare. And there was one more. That. Well, it's like, there's Jaws, there's Nightmare. Jaws,
1: and there's yeah. A, it, and, like, for people, like so this guy trades me this movie i get in the mail and it's just called banana motherfucker you put it in runtime like i don't know 12 minutes and it just it never stops and it's literally it's not giant bananas it's not a guy dressed as a banana it's fucking little bananas chiquita yeah yeah killing people and it's literally just people getting murdered for like Twelve minutes by these bananas with like this slight story about these indie this indie film crew in the woods trying to do like a cannibal holocaust style thing but with bananas, oh. and it's a uh, if you can fucking find it somewhere I don't know where you're gonna find it so I don't even know why we're talking about this but if you can find it somewhere I don't know if you dig through your yard and find this movie or know somebody from Portugal that might have it I feel like I only have the I have the only copy and it only works on very specific DVD players yeah. but if you can find it fucking yeah, watch it PS4
0: it works yep. just fine and, and the is
2: are
1: great the kills are brilliant especially for this low budget 15 minute banana movie i can't wait to see it i know i've never
0: been able to see it (laughs) i've been pushing it for
1: so long because i'm always like just watch this movie especially if you're like drunk or inebriated like watch this fucking movie because you're gonna love it because it's just like bananas going through people's eyeballs and blood shooting everywhere and people just overreacting like screaming uh yeah other than that like there's a there's a ton of like there's so many. We could be 2000s, here for hour. and we would be here forever going over them. I do want to do an episode about Adam Green because of the shit he's done. You saw Victor Crowley, and I'm pretty sure you enjoyed that without even yeah. seeing the yeah. other Hatchet movies. No. It was great. Uh, he has a good way of writing like horror, comedy, and dialogue, and fun kills that make you laugh, which mm. you shouldn't laugh when people die. It's bad unless you're watching Henry with your
2: students, which you should. Uh, <laughs> Kane's a good um, villain too. I feel like you know Kane was like. Mint. Uh, meant to be a villain. Oh, yeah. Kane Hodder. He yeah, for him. yeah, yeah. He's, he's meant to be a uh, slasher.
1: Kane Hodder's like a natural villain, and we'll probably do like a retrospective about that dude one day, too, we because to. he doesn't just have Friday. We have the even Wishmaster just appearing in that. And all the movies he's done, like random House stunts in and shit, the <laughs> House too. and then, of course, his run is, you know, Victor Crowley. Uh, but we're going to start wrapping shit up here. I know we probably missed some movies that you love. If we talked about every horror comedy... um. We would have to do a 24-hour marathon. I yeah, this is that.
0: a long episode as it is. I don't get that.
1: Yeah, I mean, fucking Ryan Riker over here. Uh, comedian Ryan Riker. But Where could we I'm find this be- guy
2: once we become dust in the wind? September 10th, 11th, and 12th. I would be at the Caravan. On uh, Thursday, the the 10th, 7 to 7.30 show. And then the 11th and 12th is 7.15, uh, 7 9.15. And our last call is at 945 because of COVID. There you go, people. It's easy. Remember, September 11th, never forget. It's easy.
0: Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, I think we're going to wrap this up. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you can, uh, please uh, go to YouTube, like, and subscribe our YouTube page. Uh, You can find us on all of the, your apps that you can think of when it comes to uh, podcast, And I want to thank all of our new listeners in the UK, the EU, Australia, uh, France, Germany, Russia, Puerto Rico, and Costa Rica, and fucking, uh, what was it, uh, uh, Russia. I bet it? they all got banana motherfucker. Fucking, I'm so happy that <laughs> people are listening to us and actually yeah. give a shit, even for five minutes. I don't give a fuck. Thank you all so much, man.
1: Yeah, man, that's cool. Bye. And next yeah.
0: week, Dave will be back.
1: <laughs> Hopefully. Thank you.